What's up, y'all? Kofi Kingston here, and I would love to have a drink with wrestling on the rocks, depending on what that drink is, preferably non-alcoholic, you know? How's it going? Tell me why you're shaming. Soda. I would love to have a drink with wrestling on the rocks. Maple syrup. Never have a drink with wrestling on the rocks. Welcome to the dive bar of the IWC. Welcome to Wrestling on the Rocks. I'm at Ref Marsh. We're at WTR the show. This is a Thursday night sh- chaser <laughs> from the single malt studios to drink away <laughs> Tuesday and Wednesday of wrestling, and there is plenty to forget about. With me today. As per sometimes, on his debut episode one, just in time. What's up, man? Happy to be back. Thank you for having me back. How is everyone doing? Yeah. I got a new setup over here, and we're even playing with it. You know what I could have done? Like this. I could have done done the intro like this, dude. And then I could have unveiled you like, boom! Ah, well, now you know what for next episode one. Yeah. It's only episode one. We're still learning. You know? Great. I see there's a comment already. Bishop is in the chat. About time. I need entertainment tonight. So, <laughs> turns out uh, daylight savings is very real. So here's the deal. I live in Arizona. In Arizona, we don't abide by daylight savings. We say, you don't tell us what to do with our clocks. Our clocks, <laughs> our bodies, our alarms, right? <laughs> you can't regulate my clocks. You know, that's what we say. Cause we say, you know what? That's a lot of work I'm trying to Wait, change. Arizona the doesn't follow daylight savings time. Really? We do not. We don't believe in it. Holy shit. We're daylight savings atheists. <laughs> so we're lucky. Well, here's the deal. You say that, right? How many clocks do you actually have to change physically in your life? Um, like three, three, your alarm. Do you use an alarm clock that stands alone on the desk or do you use your phone? No, I use my. I use this big freaking tablet that I'm using. Use a tablet for your alarm. Yeah. Do you like? Do you like? Do you not see well, or are you, are you just old? You use a tablet <laughs> of a phone. I'm not blind yet. Don't worry. Right. So you're just old. Yes, uh, we'll go with that. See, so the idea is that you know a lot of people got to change their alarm clocks. It's like, oh, you got to do. It. Oh, everyone's going to be late for work. Everyone uses their devices now. You had to change probably your microwave, probably. Probably a VCR stove. stove. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you had to change a couple little doohickeys in the house that don't mean anything, anyways. Most people got to change the one in their car. You're in New York, so you probably don't even need a car. But it's not hard to just to change that thing in the car, though. The what? I said, you know how hard it is. I've heard so many people say it's like physically impossible to change the freaking clock in your car half time, and it's like I've seen it. It's hard. It's difficult. It's difficult. And you got to get like the, the car how to and all that. It's, it is difficult, but at the end of the time, at the end of the day, like it doesn't affect anyone's day. They just walk around and then they go, Oh shit, that clock's off. Let me go switch that clock over. Like that's it. Right. <laughs> Arizona says that's too much fucking work and we're not doing it. We'd rather be wrong about time for three months. Every time we do this, 
Arizona people are like, oh, we don't we don't follow daylight savings. It's great. We don't have to touch our clocks, but we're but we're late on every fucking meeting for the first week. Everyone's <laughs> late to work if they work remote. Like, forget it if you have some sort of scheduled anything with anybody anywhere else but your own household. Like you're done for. <laughs> Even your job probably works with people outside of the city. And you're mm-hmm. fucked on that too. They're going to be there an hour Jesus. different than you're going to be there. You're just fucked. So it's like this big thing where we try to be like, you can't make us. And in turn, we're like, it's more, it's, it's too difficult to change a clock way easier on us to be wrong about everything for a month. I'm like what the fuck. <laughs> Shoot us in the foot. Just Arizona then. Yeah. But I guess there's actually some legislation where they want to do nationwide change. And if they do that, mm-hmm. Perfect. Then, then we won't be wrong all the time. We'll be like, oh yeah, we're all on the same page all the time. So, there we go. That one. Uh, Bishop does say, that's got a bunch of interesting stuff. Uh, Bishop does say that he has to change his microwave, coffee pot, stove, wall clock, and VCR. And he says car was easy. The car was an easy one. So, I'm telling you, man, it's not impossible. But that's why we're late. That's why we're running late. That's why Amanda remains to be late. We're going to have to reschedule everything. I got to make new flyers. But we're here. We're here and we're drinking. Yes. Because we're your drinking buddies and you're ours. Hey, uh, oh shit. I moved around some stuff. Yeah. I need to make it. It's got to be ready on the go. You know, I mean, it's got to be like right in the holster. So you can be quick draw. <laughs> you just got to get a, you got to get like a belt with like a holder and just quick draw that thing every time. Yeah. Spin it around, shake off the oily discharge on the end. <laughs> the oily discharge. What happens? If there's oily discharge on the end of the fart blaster, yeah, might want to clean that thing. No, nah, you just, just throw away the, the filter and get a new filter. <laughs> I refer to my underwear as filters. No. <laughs> no. Justin's on board. It's a butt filter. It's a butt filter, a butt filter dude. <laughs> yeah, catches the butt dust. Okay. You're good. Debris. That's great. Uh, speaking of butt dust, Justin, what are you drinking? What's in your glass? I have the brand new Fruit Quake Mountain Dew. It is supposed to be fruitcake. it's supposed to be fruitcake flavored, but it literally just tastes like fruit punch. I was gonna say, so I thought it was gonna be like a Fruit Loop flavor, and I was like, that sounds good, but fruit cake. Yes, they're doing the like annual Christmas flavor one because last year it was the gingerbread one, and now they're doing fruit cake. And it tastes mostly like fruit punch, but like so, like yeah. fruit cake typically has like brown sugar, molasses, and stuff in there too because it's like a dough, right? But yeah, so but you don't it. even taste that. It just basically tastes like fruit punch. So they cheated you. The ginger, the gingerbread one from last year, was it just like ginger ale? Yeah. Um, no, it literally tasted like Mountain Dew with cinnamon. It was weird. That's good. That's weird, actually, because ginger's like Mountain Dew's like a lemon lime kind of. I don't know. Man. It was very strange. It was like it's definitely not one I would go back and have again. All right. <laughs> definitely not one I would go back and have <laughs> this on the other hand yes I probably would that's a good one alright cool yes uh, I'm in my glass 
Instead of doing a sponsored, not sponsored beverage of the night, I'm doing an actual sponsored beverage for tonight. This is a beverage from curable.com. As you can see below, if you're watching on any of our video platforms, we're on Twitter now, we're on YouTube, we're on Twitch. Uh, But if you're listening audio-wise, I'll spell it out for you. K-U-R-I-B-L.com, Curable. It's Curable CBD, premium CBD products. You can use promo code MADTHANKS or promo code PWS, whichever is easier for you. Uh, I've been sponsored as well, but I've not gotten my own promo code yet. But I'm just going to utilize the ones from my connections to them anyways, which is through um, Medusa and John Arezzi, the podcast that I produce for. Uh, They're being sponsored by them, and they actually got me thrown into the mix as Wrestling on the Rocks being an additional thing. Pretty cool. Pretty fun. So something I got that I was sent was curable sparkling water it's delta nine this one's black cherry i'm gonna try it delta nine thc is a version of thc uh it's not recreational although delta nine is really similar to the the recreational level tvc thc but um yeah so i might get high by the end of the show we'll see fantastic instead of drunk which i do sometimes i'll just go ahead and be high hey um, yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna go ahead and have some you guys can go to uh curable.com k-u-r-i-b-l.com and use promo code mad thanks or pws you get 20 percent off they got a ton of other stuff too they got um i had earlier i had some cbd infused tea for antioxidants uh, with spearmint, I used some some hand salve earlier. Uh, my hands were hurting, and it, they aren't now, so it's great. Uh, but yeah, you can check it out there. If you, anybody who uses any CBD products, I highly recommend them. Sweet, that's really good. That's just like a cherry soda. That tastes really nice. good. I'm be honest, because why not? I was told by somebody that every Delta drink they've ever had tasted pretty skunky and they didn't like it and they said it's not going to taste good just so you know and i was like that's ah, fine i'll just i've had bad drinks before this tastes sweet this is like a sweet seltzer it's really good it's actually more flavorful than some of the seltzer waters i've had before so nice pretty good still wish i could get my hands on those hard mountain dews i really do i want to find I, them so bad, but dude i look every time i go to the store i always yeah. look for those mountain dews oh, man Cannot like, I wish I, New York. I wish New York would freaking be the, the like the best here and just go. Hey, we're gonna start selling them in stores, but I guess I could just go fuck myself then. Yeah, apparently. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna get me a koozie for it. There we uh, go. I got a Bailey koozie. Hey, we want some Bailey. I got Bailey Undertaker. And I got um. Finn Balor, Balor Club. But I'm going to do the old school Bailey. Bailey just seems like a perfect fit for that right now. <laughs> She's probably the most <laughs> straight edge one of all of them. But, um, <laughs> Dude, how's it going? How you been? Uh, Basically, same old, same old stuff. Haven't really been putting out a lot of stuff lately because got a lot of stuff going on here that's just kind of hampering my freaking enthusiasm to want to make content right now but other than that chugging along it's definitely kind of a weird time with wrestling it feels like yeah like to be honest 
I watched both the shows today. That's where what my my, my uh, schedule's kind of been as of late. Is Wednesday mornings I'm able to watch uh, both AEW and NXT. I watch them side by side now, so I kind of like <clears throat> flip on the audio, whatever one I want to. It helps helps me get it all done because I've got so much going on now. Uh, but I even got getting into it. I was like, I don't feel like there's a lot here to talk about necessarily. Uh, but I also feel like there's so much changing and so much happening that it almost feels weird that stuff is feeling static and changing yeah. at the same time. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's very strange that it's like you could do both right now. Like, yeah. Oh, we're going to start switching things up, but it still kind of feels the same at the same time. Like, yeah, very strange. It was weird. It was weird. I'm going to pull up real quick. The NXT results. Uh, you want to tell people where they can find your podcast? Um, you can, I can't really give you exact places. It's so hard to remember all the places that it is right now. Like, all right, but the only place we don't have it sadly is Apple. I wish we could. I'd still cannot figure that fucking nonsense out. But you got all the other like podcast platforms, find it, give it a listen. Like, again, we're not going to always be everyone's cup of tea, but it's just our opinions. It's me and my brother's opinions about wrestling. We just have a freaking blast doing it, doing classic pay-per-views. We do the current stuff. Yeah. Wanted to do a Lucha Underground thing, like to add to that, like go just re-go through Lucha Underground. But of course you can't find Lucha Underground anywhere except for like two places. And it really yeah, sucks. Right? Netflix pulled it, right? Yeah. Tubi had it at one point and they pulled it yeah. too. If you can find a place that streams it normally, I think that would be awesome for, I would even love to be a part of it too at some point to go back and rewatch. I remember watching the first two seasons and thinking it was fantastic. Yeah. Uh, underground. Oh. Uh, and I remember thinking that, that for one producer lady would really like it, but that uh, uh, I feel bad. I missed some of the later seasons. I wanted to see more. You know what I mean? Like I definitely wanted to see yeah, more I liked, of it. So. I, I love Lucha Underground. I wish that they really had it easily accessible because I like the whole. They told the story at like in the ring and like at ringside and everything, but there was stuff told that only you could see from the viewers like watching at home, which I liked. Like the commentators didn't know anything about it. The people in the arena didn't know about it. It was just like this is the story we're telling here, and only yeah. you can see it at home. Like so good it was great dude and danny trejo was in it he was in the audience a couple times yeah how good is that you know that's awesome uh well let's talk while we uh i think i think we're still a little ways away from amanda jumping in uh let's talk nxt because there's at least a few things i wanted to to ask you about see what you think about for one it did open up with camera grinds versus joe gacy what do you think about the schism right now joe gacy has a new look He's wrestling in in tights now. He's no longer wrestling uh, in slacks and a t-shirt. Gacy gets the win over Grimes, albeit through some tomfoolery. He does get the the victory. What do you think? Let's start with Schism before I hear what you think about what's going on with Cameron Grimes. I I really like this. I like Schism. Like, I know a lot of people were all skeptic about the whole Ava Rain thing. But, again, I think it's a good start for her. You don't have to immediately throw her in there and be like, she's going to do these massive things just because she's the rock's daughter. No, give her time to do something. She's like the only thing she's done since actually finally debuting on TV was cut a promo at a live event. And that was all she did. Like 
now we're finally getting to see her here and it's like still gets the question like the, the your mind working like is she gonna wrestle is she gonna wrestle possibly like maybe is she just gonna be a manager still like that's true and that that video promo that they cut last week i thought she did a great job with that i did too i enjoyed that like it's yeah. really the schism thing is really catching on now yeah i think it's awesome what do you think about the uh gacy look changing from the slacks and threw me off to proper, wasn't expecting him wasn't expecting him to come out in trunks i, I was like very was surprised. <laughs> <laughs> it was very surprising but i was yeah. just like hey he wants to switch it up let him do his thing like don't really change the character it's still joe gacy he's still going to be creepy when he's got his big bulging eyes and he's cutting his cryptic promos and all that stuff and it's just like okay it's fine yeah i thought it worked pretty well but it was jarring it felt like he was in his underwear because we're so used to him wrestling in pants and yeah where other people were used to seeing them in just trunks and you go oh yeah he just comes out like that's what he looks like i mean just yeah. like how it's kind of jarring when you see somebody wrestling without knee pads and you go yeah. why does it look like i'm seeing so much of their legs right now and you go oh, they don't have knee pads on just like cody when he used to wrestle with no knee pads and stuff and then it's just like now he wears pants and stuff yeah it's a little weird but like you said it doesn't change much about gacy i just thought it was interesting um i bet you he's just way more comfortable in it and i also wonder if part of it had something to do with their belief that vince would not take him in the shape that he's in without being covered up possibly you know could be it looks like he's more mobile like looks like he's not confined now like he can move more yeah. so that's better I bet, you. I bet you that's a big part of it i bet you that's why he wanted to do it probably likes to stretch probably likes to i bet you his balls get hot like that guy in ufc <laughs> my balls was hot i bet he's you wearing like office pants yeah like yeah. of course you're gonna sweat down there yeah 100 percent, dude um and then what do you think what's going on with cameron grimes dude he took the loss here. Anymore. It's so weird. Like I was mm-hmm. so convinced that Grimes was going to end up joining Gacy. And now it's just like, I don't know. It feels like we're wrapping this up almost. Right. It feels like, yeah, if that's exactly what it is. It feels like they're wrapping it up and it's weird. Like yeah. it felt like he was so close to being the biggest thing. And maybe they are wrapping it up in the NXT sense. Cause he did really well in the couple little segments that he had, was it one or two segments he had on raw with the good brothers? Yeah. You did great. I think it was just the one that he had where he asked them to be his tag partners, but yeah. Yeah. And he fit in there. So I wonder if maybe they're like, Hey, let's wrap up the NXT thing, put him up there and just start growing. He has been at NXT for a long time. Like he's another one that really feels like it's time for him to go up now. It's true. Is he the last one from the from that time frame? Uh, I think he might be. Like, that's... Yeah, I think he actually might be. Because looking at it, I'm not seeing anybody else who was not 2.0. Electra Lopez, but that's uh, asterisk. Um, I mean, you got Roderick Strong, but, like, I don't know what's going on like, with him. Like, there was that whole... Know saying that supposedly he got released he's asking for his release and stuff like yeah yeah he was he was the only one on the show from that era that's crazy or i mean from that era or before oh i guess the tag champs um 
Katana and Kaden. Oh, oh yeah, they've been in there for a while too. Yeah, but the women's division always behaves a little bit differently than the others, so it's uh, it's a little bit of a yeah go a little bit. Grizzly young vets aren't even grizzly young vets anymore. So yeah, I think in a sense he's the last one of of his kind. So move him along. Yeah. Uh, I got a question for you because right at the end of that segment, the lights go out. Tron goes up. It's almost like they cut the mics of commentary and there's a whole thing there and it's signed by scripts. And we've been seeing this for three or four weeks. We haven't really talked about it here at all because I typically forget about it. Uh, And no one's talking about it online. They're doing all these things where they're trying to get a buzz about somebody coming in. They're doing these, um, because remember it was like a phone call that was sketchy and then it was the dude spray painting mm-hmm. the front of the building and then now it's this takeover of the Tron they're trying to build a buzz around this person and it's not catching at all but I yeah. do find those segments kind of interesting but yeah it's not, it's not catching A what do you think about it do you think it's a failed experiment already or do you think um, people are just kind of with NXT 2.0 they just kind of let things come and go I don't I don't really hate it because there's not really anything happening with it yet. We're just getting these little bits and pieces here with it. You know, yeah. you got the phone, you got the two phone calls, and now you got him hijacking the 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 monitors and everything. Like I, I think it's just basically a lot of people aren't really talking about it because it's like you can't really put a name to it. Yes. That's the thing. That's the tough thing about it. Like I've like I got a big giant group chat on Twitter that I'm part of. And a lot of people say it's like Bo Dallas and stuff like that. And I'm like, I don't see that being him. Like, I just can't put a name to it. Like, I, like just reading everything that he says and I just read the words and I go, I just can't come up with anybody on the roster that immediately is a standout to who could fit this character here. Yes. So I can't really call it a failure yet. Like it's yeah. not really, if it kept going like this and nothing keeps happening for a long time, mm-hmm. you might start chopping it up as a failure because it's just kind of happening to be like, Oh, what's going to happen. And then nothing happens. Yeah. I definitely think that the buzz isn't happening like they want, but I, I agree. I think that whoever comes out is going to, they're going to have to drive the, the, buzz moving forward right my theory the only thing i got at all because it seems really devoid of anything that you would suspect of a rebranding and it's a very unique thing in and of itself i just got this hunch i kind of think it's vincent from impact be interesting because i think his contract ran out and i think that his partner there also ran out and I don't think that they've popped up and done anything. And I know a lot of people were going, Oh, they can join Bray Wyatt's family and house and all that. But I think realistically, you've got a better chance of Bo Dallas being behind the boy howdy mask. than you have, yeah. uh, Vincent suddenly being Percy, the fucking buzzard. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like it could be, I mean, it could be maybe scripts. Isn't just one person. Maybe it's like a team name. I gotta have to go back to the two segments and see if the voices, like the two, and see if the voices are kind of different, because mm-hmm. then you could kind of tell that it's two different people. But basically, one dude was lacking. You know what I mean, never know. Like yeah, if like, Bray shows tough. up, 
Bray's going to be Bray and he's going to be the voice of everything. Even when he came out with the family, you didn't hear Luke Harper yeah. or Eric Rowan talk for a long time because they didn't need yeah, to. No. I think this could be a similar thing. You could have scripts being one singular guy or the name of a group, but voiced by one guy, and you could just have somebody behind him who goes, Oh, yeah, that's my, my fucking cohort, you know? Mm. So I don't know. That's my, that's my only real thought on it, to be honest. It's been a little weird. I don't hate it enough to, I don't hate it like now. It's still very interesting very intriguing i mean the words are very vincent because vincent is very bray wyatt Mm. but it's like i don't know it's tough it's just hard to put a name to it if it's not if it doesn't end up being vincent it's going to be one of those things where it's just like i definitely wouldn't have put that name under this character like immediately Mm -hmm. yeah I mean, it could be somebody we've never even seen or heard from because they have so many college talents coming out. We've been seeing a lot of them do stuff. Um, which also brings us to the next matchup. We had Electra Lopez versus Sol Ruka. I was actually pretty impressed with this match from both women. I think Sol Ruka is great. She's got a lot of star quality. Yes. She's very likable. She is, and she's very unique in a lot of her stuff. She's like a surfer and a gymnast or something like that. Like yeah. seeing her social media, like so the way that she's got that kind of laid back feel to her, the the fucking kind of hangs and does that kind of shit. Like, yeah, yeah just, <laughs> to what? Yeah, like the hang loose thing. Like she just seems like she's just chilling, hanging, but she's also incredibly athletic. And you go, yeah, she might be able to like roundhouse kick your head off too. So, yeah, you know, I think there's a lot of potential there. Electra Lopez, I think, looked better here than any of the matches she's looked in before. So I think that's great. But it was a total rebranding. Different music, different getup, different gear, different attitude even. Like, it was a whole other thing. It was very much like, now I could not see this character being a part of LDF. Or before, it was like, who is she without them? Now it's like, if you were to tell me that she's going back in with them, I'd go, why? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I still think I still think them adding Zelina was a good idea. Like mm-hmm. I to me, I, I looked at it and a lot of people were all up in arms about it. And it's like I I thought Electra wasn't ready for that kind of call up just yet. Like she's definitely not. She still needs a little time here in NXT and having Zelina there. That's perfect. That's a perfect replacement right now. And hell, you gives Electra the little bit of time that she needs, like her time down at NXT. By the time she's ready, you can go up there and then you can build something off of Zelina and Electra. As soon as she gets up there, like start building something to where it's like, you took these guys from me and just, it could be an interesting little story for those two. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And that could be an, uh, eventually a pretty cool match too. So, hmm. Yeah, but I liked it. I liked it from both of them. I think that there's a lot of hope there as far as like potential, you know? Yeah. Uh, let's see. Right after that match, we had the backstage thing with Chase U. Dude, I didn't ever turn on my volume for this, if I'm being honest. Um, <sighs> what do you think of all the Chase U stuff? I like the Chase U stuff. I'm entertained by it, but I didn't. I didn't catch this really, but it was just like, because I knew we were going to having Andre Chase and Charlie Dempsey, and I was just like, 
Yeah. I didn't expect much out of a backstage segment leading up to it. So. Yeah. You know what? They come off really Saturday Night Live to me. Mm-hmm. And you think so? Yeah. And I, I also mean that in that some of the skits hit and miss. And I feel like that you've got a crew of improv comics trying to do this thing. I don't understand the addition of Duke Hudson. I think that that is a huge disservice to who he has the potential to be. I think wrapping him up yeah. in this is not great for him. Although I thought, you know, Bodie and Thea are fine with him for now. I don't think that this is their final form at this point. I also don't know where, where, like what's the ceiling for chase university and what's the ceiling for Andre chase? Because I don't see this being even as high level as the Miz. And I haven't been enjoying a lot of the Miz stuff lately, but I feel like that I don't, I don't know. I don't see people giving a shit about this dude in his sweater. Yeah, I don't see it. Sadly, it's just it's just a comedy gimmick. It ain't going. It ain't gonna reach. It ain't gonna reach really high heights. Like it's got a pretty low, low ceiling. So, and that's what sucks. Because to want- me, I enjoy it. I enjoy it. It's entertaining, but it's mm-hmm. just like that's the extent of really all it is. It feels entertaining, like you find your friends entertaining sometimes. You know what I mean? Like when your friends yes. are doing. Like my friend graduated from an improv class once and i went to go mm-hmm. to the thing it was a lot of fun it was really good i don't think it should be on tv you know what i mean like yeah. this feels like an inside joke thing or like a good friend thing and sometimes that stuff works on tv sometimes it doesn't right yeah thea hale was also reminding me a lot of sherry o'terry in this do you remember the sherry o'terry years on saturday night live no i don't think i i've never seen them she was the other cheerleader in the cheerleader uh, skit with Will Ferrell. Mm. She was the uh, short, okay. short lady. Uh, just because she's like that high level. I don't even want to say high level. Because that insinuates <laughs> something else. She's just that. That like tuned into exaggeration of facial expressions and stuff. I think she's super expressive. And I think that if honed in and 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 done right it could be amazing because she's okay. super willing to go all out with every motion and facial expression and uses every muscle in her face for every expression she makes and you go okay cool you can do a lot there but also that felt like way cranked up where you're playing to the back of the room and the camera's mm-hmm. 12 feet in front of your face you know yeah I mean? there is a difference sure. in theater sure. acting and tv acting yeah She's got that very hyper attitude. She's like this the entire time. Kind of got that Nikki, like Nikki Cross thing going on where she's yeah. like, she never bouncing around and all hyper. Yep. Does not stop moving ever. JC <laughs> uh, Jane and Mandy Rose. JC Jane gets kidnapped by Alba Fire and you hear her screaming. And Mandy Rose goes, What are you? <laughs> <laughs> she just goes, JC, what are you doing? What's going on? What are you doing? And you hear her screaming, Oh God, help! Oh my God! What are you what are you doing over there? It's like so funny. JC's been pretty freaking comedic lately. Like and I've been kind of laughing at her. It's pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you just start screaming? Oh my god, she's hurting me. Like Yeah. And how does what Mandy the not go? Just sit there and watch. Yeah. Mandy's watching. What are you doing? 
she's clearly getting assaulted, but you're just yeah. watching. Like, yeah, she's getting her ass kicked is what she's doing. Fucking do something. Help her. Call someone. <laughs> Scream into the phone so other people hear the phone. I don't know. Something. <laughs> don't ask her what she's doing. Trying to survive. How does she not have people around? Yeah. Like, she's just driving around. She's just driving down the street, wasn't she? And then all of a sudden, it's just like, there's nobody. You're telling me there's nobody, like, out for a late night stroll? On this, like on the sidewalk, that could see that and be like, "Oh my God, something's happening!" Yeah. On the Apple Fire, grabs the the camera. Fucking, Mandy's like, "Oh no." Yeah, I mean, you're getting assaulted by a crazy bitch with a bat that's on fire, and your friend's like, Did "You slip? What are you doing?" So fucking crazy. Uh, let's see, let's see. But yeah, I mean, I've been having a lot of fun with them. Uh, toxic attraction have you been enjoying toxic more you were really anti-toxic and mandy for a long time see i for me i was never i wasn't too crazy for jc and Gigi early on but they're growing on me and they've been lately they've been pretty like comedic instead of just being like the snotty girl they're just actually being funny which is to me something that's kind of swayed me a little bit because it's not just we're one character we at least we have something else going on with us like where we're kind of funny so it's kind of drawing me more towards them but like i mandy to me again it's just i haven't really been i was never really that big of a fan of her from the start and that was just really where my non-interest in mandy rose has been that's just really all it's been like i can give her her props and say she's grown she's grown better over the years because originally when i first saw her when she first ever got was on nxt i looked at her and went oh no she's a blonde eva marie this is not good Mm. and then just gradually better and better and better but she still never like draw like drew me in to really just like be interested in her yeah she still you, just hasn't done it for me. Like, it's just, I guess because it's just the same character, really. She's just doing, like, really the same character over the years. And it just is, like, is she anything else? And that's just my, like, the thing that's kind of not drawing me in. I feel like that she's such a more deep-rooted character before. Where before it was, she's hot. And that's kind of the end of the story. And then, and then it would evolve into she's God's great, greatest creation, but she's also kind of strong. And like, that was like the whole thing for a long time. And this is a much more of that. She's a force to be reckoned with. She's got a team around her. She's a legitimate wrestler. She's an, I mean, she's like an athlete. Like I think it's a lot more deep rooted than just all about her looks. The toxic attraction part is that, it's that Sable kind of concept, but with actually being able to back it up in the ring, you know, that whole women want to be me and the men come to see me, you know, I'm the draw. Like I'm the, I'm why people are watching. Cause they want to watch me do whatever it is, whether I'm walking around, whether I'm sitting up here on a couch or whether I'm fighting, people can't keep their eyes off me for every reason imaginable. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get it. My thing is just I, I I'm ready for her to lose a title. Like to me, I just can't see her being the one 
to topple Oscar or Shayna Baszler's record. I just can't see it with Mandy. Like, and plus, I think she's beyond ready to go back up. Like, I think we we need to start moving the title. We need to start moving the title, like, because we've got we've had these champions. Like, that's the thing with NXT for me. Like, they have pretty much locked themselves in on these champions and like, don't want to switch it up. And it's just like, you know, you're at the point where you can switch it up a little bit now. Like you've had your gap, you've had your like distance, you've had your time and like how long you freaking got to. And now it's just like, okay, let's do something different. Finally. I wonder if the main roster is just like, too full and not ready for him. Like, I wonder if they're trying to be a lot more cautious nowadays about bringing people up for the sake of it and not without reason. Cause I would venture to guess Maybe. based off what we've seen from Mandy, cause you want to talk Shayna and Oscar. Oscar is hard to argue that she's not one of the best. She's absolutely one of the best, right? Can yeah. you lock in solid storylines that Oscar's told more so than you can tell great mask matches that Oscar's been in. No. And from a character Obviously. standpoint, what's different about Oscar now than was before? Not really not anything. Not really much. Sometimes she missed, sometimes she doesn't. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I wouldn't say that her runs like a failed run by any means. It's Oscar. She's amazing. Yeah. And every time she shows up, you go, she's a threat. She might take that title. She's incredible. But has her run been like that memorable? She's always going to be a memorable character, but has her run been, you know? Not since she hit the main roster, at least. Yeah, right? She was the she was very impactful in NXT. She's not as impactful on the main roster, but still very important in a different way, right? I, mm-hmm. uh, I don't think it's hard to argue that Shane has been a flop on the main roster altogether. Sadly. Sadly. We're trying to rebuild her now, and I think they will, and I think she's going to be amazing when we get there. But we're not there yet. I'd venture to guess Mandy Rose, when she gets back to the main roster, will not flop. No, definitely not. I don't think she will. Like I said, I think she's spent more than enough time down here to get herself, like, revitalized. Because, you know, she went from, what, joining the main roster to teaming with Sonya that really went nowhere to the feud with Sonya that kind of got put on hold, which really sucks teaming with Dana Brooke which really went nowhere like yeah I think she's been in NXT for like how long now and over a year and pretty much revitalized herself like that like she's ready to go back up but it's just like maybe it is maybe they are just like wondering is, is the main roster too packed right now I don't know like the women's the women's divisions on the main roster need some more people, especially SmackDown. Like, cause Raw is getting stacked with the women, and SmackDown needs some more. I honestly believe. Yeah, but well, yeah, I mean, I feel like that we still haven't finished getting Zaylee and Shotzi where they ought to be. I feel Raquel's not where she ought to be. Now, is adding Mandy and Toxic Attraction going to help build them into a place, or is it going to add to the uh, mix that they're already lost in? You know what I mean? I don't think Toxic Attraction is going to flop. 
as long as they don't get on the main roster and end up getting like the damage control booking right now because no damage control booking <laughs> damage control wishes they were booked book like toxic attraction i right. feel like that's what they tried to do with damage control but sadly dropped the ball a little too early with it yeah yeah I don't know. But yeah, I, I believe that when Mandy gets up there, she's not going to struggle the way that Shayna and Asuka did, which is also why I don't have a problem if they actually do push it so Mandy wins the title or carries the title longer than their reigns. Because at the end of the day, if she holds that um, record and is successful on Raw or SmackDown, she's somebody you can then point to moving forward and be like, look at she was the longest reigning NXT champion and look at her now XYZ. You know what I mean? Like we're now, if you go like, Oh, Hey, Shayna holds this record. And then you go, really? Is NXT not that good? Cause she's not very good. You know what I mean? Although she's great. Realistically, she's fantastic. You know what I mean? I'm not trying to knock her. Her booking is such that it's hard to understand why she would have held that title for that long. You know what I mean? Yeah. Miss Manny Jane's in the green room. She's looking at us. I should probably let her in. I don't know if she saw anything on NXT. Though. Just keep her down there. Like time out. There you go. She's there now. Oh man. Hi Amanda. Hi. Hey Amanda, we're just talking NXT. We're going through. Actually, I don't have a ton of health on it. If I'm being honest, Grayson Waller effect was badass. Well, they are doing badass. stuff though. They are doing stuff, though, character-wise, though, with these people. Like Fallon, Henley owning that bar, and then Tatum going in there trying to buy the bar and stuff. Like, I don't know where the fuck you go with that or why, but they're doing stuff. They're trying. They're working on their uh, their skills, right? Like, hopefully when they get to the main roster, they don't flounder on the mic because they're used to being in front of the cameras and doing these kinds of things, you know? Uh, barbershop with Carmelo and Trick, same kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like... I don't know why we needed it that way, why it had to be there pre-tape and not like in front of the, the crowd. I think that given the option to have people talk in front of a crowd or in front of the camera, you go with the crowd, right? Yeah, I would think. Like, But those those barbershop segments seem to be working pretty well for him. So, Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. Yeah, I don't have problems with those. Yeah, no, I'm saying like, but we're not seeing him talk in front of the crowd much. I'm not saying that... Mm-hmm. It's a no. bad thing to have him do the barbershops, but I do think that if you're trying to prepare somebody for traveling and performing in front of 20,000 people, you want them in front of the crowd, right? Like, I mean, you basically aren't going to miss much in a uh, in a Carmelo Hayes like promo. Everything is the, literally the same thing half the time. I don't miss, yeah. you know, Trick Mello, you know, everything's the same thing pretty much, so. Yeah. And the Wesley one was good. I liked his whole thing. I'm still so happy he's the North American champion. I think mm-hmm. so. I hope he holds that for a while. Yeah. I do too. I hope we don't cut that short. Except if yeah. they cut it short, I hope he shows up on the main roster immediately after. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what one I'm or hoping. the other. Hold it for a long yeah. time or go straight to the roster. Yeah. But I think he'll flounder on the main roster, though, unless you give him something. Put him a ricochet. I think you put him with Ricochet. Mm. So I think the two of them would help each other out a lot. Two of them would be very popular as a tag team. 
Like, you can't tell me that the crowd wouldn't enjoy them. Like, I oh, like, no, like it, would, it wouldn't be like freaking sadly Mustafa Ali, who gets absolutely no reaction from anybody, which is Don't, sad because yeah. that guy's fantastic. I know. Yeah, he got the shit kicked out of him by Bobby Lashley. <laughs> I laughed at that, though, still. <laughs> well, uh, let me see. Oh, the Cora Jade thing. Actually, that's something that, Amanda, you got to look up. Cora Jade cut a promo yeah. on Wendy Chu, and it was badass. I'm going to have to because, you it. know, I'm on that choo-choo train, you know. Yeah. I'm giving her t- I'm giving her a second chance now with this new character because I think I'm guessing what seems like the Roxanne stuff's over with. So, so. yeah, I'm giving I'm going to give or I'm going to give the core character a little bit of a second chance here because like, again, that that heel turn was so just downgrading like completely and then she just the way they turn the turn itself was a bit of a fart but she's definitely leaned into the heel work in and of itself and she's made something of that character the reason why is pretty lame but where we're at has been pretty fantastic it's it's making it's making the most of a shitty situation which is fantastic Yeah, and I think long term, right? That's kind of one of the things people get mad at booking, like Vince used to book, is that whole like, well, the wrestling fans won't remember or care in three months. People be like, "Fuck that!" We remember everything, and we always care. Well, I mean, look at this. It's kind of like, eh, I kind of don't care. That's how we got here anymore. Yeah. At the time, I was mad. Now I'm like, I don't care. She's doing a good job. I like it. Yeah, you're not. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Vince was right. What are you gonna say? I just don't care anymore. I'm ready to move. She's killing it. <laughs> um, did you see the main event, Justin? Of NXT it was the women's tag match. Yes. What do you think about the match and the turn at the end? Uh, I'm Joey still on Nikita. It was just—I don't know. It's still just weird how we got to the turn like i just don't get why zoe's just like she's turning on her like i I kept calling it the whole time like she's gonna turn she's gonna turn and then she did it and i still just kind of looked at it and go i just don't know how i feel about this because she's turning on her because she hasn't won a title in a long time like it's just weird like it came off so I don't know, forced, and it kind of didn't really need to happen. It's another bullshit. They got another team that's just like in a division that really needs teams, and now you just broke up another team. Like, yes, but it feels like forced wrestler bullshit mentality, which I don't mean that as like a performer, but like a character thing we see all the time where it's like we're a team, and when we're not a team, I have to attack you. But when you have two characters who are so sportsman-like and minded the entire time and you never see ego and you never see tensions building and they suddenly turn, you go, so this is like a – this is just a pro wrestling trope is what this is. You're turning because that's how we break up tag teams, not because you have an actual reason or gripe. It comes off weird, right? Like you think that two characters like Zoe and Nikita – would also say look we're just not working out as a team like the way the characters are hey let's try and do this let's work make this work and they're doing that 
and they're being so sportsmanlike the whole time that you could also reasonably see the two characters in a backstage segment go, look, it's not working out. We keep losing the thing. I say we go our separate ways and I'll see you. I'll see you on the ladder on the way up. And you, they'd shake hands and be like, we'll see you, you know, and that would be it. But to turn for no reason was kind of like, dude, it felt too much like a trope. Trope for no reason. Yeah. Perfectly said right there. Yeah. Kuro's in the chat. He says, I'm going to make Marsh start covering Impact. Why do they have a do they have a Twitch channel now? <laughs> what do you what do you think about what do you think about Indy Hartwell, Justin? I know you were a big fan of the way and stuff, but be realistic and be objective. How is Indy doing? Because I feel like that her here's what I feel like. I didn't find her funny in the way, but I felt like she was more confident talking when she was in the way. I feel like she comes yes. off a lot more skittish now. She sounds like yes. she's regressed on the mic instead of progressed as she's getting more serious. It sounds like she's nervous. And I wonder if it's just an insecurity of it's easy to hide behind the goofy and to hide behind a group. I've got three other people being goofy too. We're all goofy. We're all just a bunch of goofs. So if you don't like me, maybe I'm just not your comedy. If you do like me, I'm so funny. Where when you become serious, it's if you don't like me, it's either because you're not meant to like me or because I'm bad at this. And I think that there's a vulnerability there that a lot of performers get caught up in. And I feel like her voice has gotten a little shaky and I'm nervous that she's going through that right now. And it's coming across. And that's my thing. I think just because she's so unsure, because there's just nothing going on with her. Like nothing. Yeah. You had her cut that whole promo. Like I'm going to do this for me now and all this. And then all of a sudden it's just nothing. Literally nothing. Haven't capitalized on anything. Haven't done anything of importance with her. Like, she's just doing things at this point, and that is it. Yeah, that's true. She's just doing stuff. And Roxanne having that backstage thing with her, to me, highlighted how good Roxanne is at this already. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Also, like, Roxanne killed this, and Indy sounds shaky. And Indy's been doing it a little bit longer, and I'm not trying to, like, I'm not trying to beat her up. I have really high expectations for Indy, and I think she will supersede them. That's my actual belief. So it sucks to watch her struggle, especially watching her struggle. When we first saw her, she was struggling. She gets into a comedy gimmick that I hated, and now that she's back to trying to be serious, she's struggling again. That's it's frustrating from uh, being a supporter standpoint. I mean, you're frustrated for them. And that's kind of where I feel like I'm stuck at now, is every time I see her do something, I'm all like, God. Damn it. <laughs> I don't know. Cause I've seen a lot of people being saying that she's so good. She's amazing. She's ready for the main roster. I think she needs a little more time or maybe she just needs to be around the right people. Maybe she's just the kind of talent who's going to take a lot longer for her to be ready to be a single star. Maybe she needs to be tagged up with somebody. Maybe you throw her in damage control and maybe she's able to be protected again by a group in a way that makes it work. I don't know. I still wanted my it couple and index match, damn it. I hate you. I'm serious. I want it. This I is know, the most you You're the only one. This originally was this originally was the one of the only things of the Miz that I've actually been enjoying. But sadly now I'm starting to fall off of it because the Johnny Gargano sadly you know me as a Johnny Gargano fan. Yeah. This stuff this this is not it. This is not it. Is this Gargano not working for you? 
not whatever the hell he's doing with the Miz right now. Like, absolutely yeah. not. This yeah. whole this whole Miz hired Loomis thing and yeah. Yeah, this ain't it. This just ain't it right now. That's surprising. Long, long tenured wrestling on the rocks, Gargano apologist extraordinaire. It's not feeling the Gargano that we're getting right now. Wow. I will, um, I will give Johnny Gargano. I like I said, I like Johnny Gargano absolutely, but my God, this yeah. stuff needs to it's gotta go. Needs to be something different here because yep. this is kind of lame. Wow. Finally, you've come to the light. (laughs) Don't worry. I'll be out of the light whenever he starts doing something good again. That's true. I I doubt. Uh, Let's wrap up NXT on, I know that was the main event and stuff, but let's wrap up NXT on the Grayson Waller effect with guests Braun, Breaker, and Von Wagner. What do you think? Justin, did you see it? Did you not hear it? Um, Did you skip it? I had to to mute it because... I was doing a other show while I was watching at the same time, but you're doing some other show. What the fuck is this? I was, doing I had shows. Show? was it was it your own show? No, it wasn't our show. No, it was a bishop show. No, son of a bitch. Just, what the hell, Bishop? Still waiting. Yeah. All right. Uh Kiro does say impact has been great lately. And he keeps spelling. Yeah, and Joe Henry and New. Hi, that's probably why. Joe Hendry won what? The The Digital Media Championship from Brian Myers. Mm -hmm. The Digital Media Championship? Brian Myers had it? Yep. Yeah. All right. You know, I guess I'm a little more behind than I thought. Even though they put him and Cardo together, which is great. Who's him? They put who and Cardona together? Myers and Cardona. Yeah, I thought yeah, they were always together. Were they not together? No, not, not always, but they, they put them back together in Impact for a little bit. Oh, my God. Kira the Major right. Brothers. Fucking awesome. Or the Edgeheads. The Edgeheads. There you go, Edgeheads. Major Brothers before the The Edgeheads. Yeah. The Major Brothers. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. I used to have one of those shirts. I don't know what happened to it. The Edgehead shirt? They've no, come the so Major Brothers one. It's shit. yellow and yeah, never mind. Mm. They've come so far. Those two, holy shit. Yeah, they're awesome. I got a yeah, fucking rolling awesome. around on my mic. Not gonna lie. Oh my god, the mic's too soft. It fucking saved the bug's life. Ew. Stupid little fucking bug. Gross. Um, was there anything on NXT else that we missed that you wanted to talk about? I mean, there was stuff that happened. Uh, Wal- uh, Hank Walker had a match against Stax. I was happy with it, but it is kind of like just them moving in the right direction. Dempsey had the match with Chase, which was fine. I like Dempsey getting the win, and McDonough and Axiom was fine. Although- that was awesome. Enjoyed the shit out of that match. Well, let's talk about it. What did you love about it? Do you think Axiom was actually uh, injured, or do you think that was a uh- – uh, it looked like a pretty scary ass looking injury like he was just bending his foot in a way that i was just like i'm pretty sure feet don't bend that way like mm-hmm. I, I still don't get the jd mcdonough character right now he was supposed to be the iron chase but now he's the pain doctor like just bizarre mm-hmm. that's true. That's true. now he now he just loves hurting people at this point 
because yeah. he gloats because he was out there gloating about how he like injured Ilya Dragunov, injured this, injured that, and I'm like, I don't know who the hell's going to step up to him next. It'll probably be somebody else from NXT UK, which would be kind of cool, but I don't know who that would be. Interesting. Oh, I don't know um, the Creed Brothers did their thing, and I'm kind of like whatever. Oh, the vignette with uh, T Bar. Oh, he's that back now. He's back. He's, back as, he's going back to Dijakovic. Dijakovic. He's officially. It looks like he's really back. They showed part of his face. They had him talking. They had the mask being burnt up. Pretty cool. It's cool, and I'm not like upset about it. But I just don't see why we brought him back down when he was already ready for the main roster. He just had a weird fucking gimmick, and no one re- remembers that shit on the main roster, anyways. What is he going to go to NXT to do? Refine well, Dijakovic and go back to the main roster again, but as Dijakovic, why can't you just do that on the main roster? Just show the fuck up. I, don't know. I always thought guy? that. I'll tell you, I always thought that when he got um, signed out of Ring of Honor because he had won like their like future of honor, whatever title mm-hmm. or whatever they had that thing. I always thought that he was still a little too early to be plucked. That was always just my opinion with it. And when now seeing that they brought it back, it's not that, okay, nobody knew what the fuck that character was. It really honestly was like, I don't think he was really honestly at the time ready, you know, mm-hmm. at least uh, what's his face. Damien priest is a little bit more ready than, Dijakovic. So, as much as I like Dijakovic, does he even really have a character? No, his character. No, he doesn't do? have a character. He's just big yeah. athletic guy, and that's yeah. all he is. Yeah, and one of the greatest matches I've ever seen was him versus Keith Lee at Bola one year. Oh. That's like the, one of the best matches ever. So yeah, I broke the fucking ring in more than one place. It was great. Yeah, it was great. Mm. I want to say that was 2017. Yeah, it was 2017. I love everything about their NXT feud. They never had a bad match together. No. Oh, yeah. It was great. It was great. That came so. over from the Indies, definitely, right there. I mean, we'll see. I just think that what we're doing is repackaging a guy that could have been repackaged on the main roster. I felt like he did fine there, but. True. But we all can't beat LA Knight, you know? So I don't think you could have done that. I don't think you could have repackaged that on the main roster because people would have still looked at him as who the hell is this guy because yeah. all they know of him is T-Bar. Mm-hmm. They don't know anything else of him yet. Yeah. So. Yeah, but so fucking what? You know what I mean? Like, so what? Mm-hmm. Just just bring him out. Like uh, like Amanda just said. I mean, he can't be L.A. Knight. But L.A. Knight got a fucking full-on repackaging in front of everybody. Change LA yeah. Knight, you know yeah, but he can pull it off though. He can, but what makes the these video packages on NXT better than the video packages just being on Raw? You have those fucking return vignettes for Sheamus well, every time he comes back that plays yeah, for nine weeks different. and then he shows up. Why don't you have it's him burn different. the mask here? It's theoretically totally because no, it's different because Sheamus is established. Okay, nobody knows what fucking T bar, what the fuck that was or is or whatnot. Confusing as shit. And then when you don't see it all the time, then you're really like, what the fuck is this? So I think that obviously he's a Triple H guy. So this is his shot. You go back and, you know, if we you can make something out of whatever, then yeah. And if not, then guess what? Your future is probably in either Impact or AEW. But realistically, 
the videos make less sense on NXT than they would on Raw because yeah. T-Bar was only ever seen on Raw. So burning well, a mask from Raw on NXT is not as meaningful or as impactful. What's going to no. happen is he's going to stay disappeared. No one's going to mm-hmm. watch him on NXT because they just don't mm-hmm. get the viewership. And then not they're just going to pop back up on Raw. People are going to go, who the fuck is this guy? Instead of not doing true. a whole thing where it's like, remember Retribution a while back? I'm not yeah. that anymore. Well, they did it for Mace. Turn him into Mase. He said he threw away his mask and everything. But what I'm thinking they may do is remember how when Apollo came back and Apollo's been a bit since he came back because we all thought, oh, he might get the Mandy treatment. Maybe yep. Dijakovic's going to get that, you know, Mandy treatment. Because mm. Apollo, I'm like, I don't even still understand what the fuck that is. Yeah, I'm not so. sure what he's doing. Greenpeace in the chat. He says hi and said, "Mad thanks for the hi. show tonight." Hi. He missed the plug from before, I think. Uh, and Kuro says, "Ellie Knight is just the Eli Drake gimmick made for the WWE audiences," and I'm not yeah. wrong. Yeah, that's why it works because so? the Eli Drake gimmick is great. Yeah, it's a perfect gimmick. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. We just need a champion now, so we can get great things like she's a champion. You know, Kuro's over here thinking he's dropping bombs, and he's really just leaking farts. <laughs> Oh, wait, does your partner actually have lighting effects, or is that new that you yeah. added in? No, it's, it lights up. Oh, I never knew that. Yeah. Maybe because I, you, I always just see the shower sprinkler looking thing. Oh, yeah. Well, I always try to keep it low so people don't know the fart's coming. Try to kind of like... You already know. Sneaky fart it, you know? No, uh... you know already. It's given if you listen, you know? Yeah, but but yeah, if, yeah, you, it if I hold happens. it here, you can see the light. Yeah, it lights. Yeah, that's fart blaster. I'd rather see the light because it's entertaining that way. <laughs> I don't know. It's a visual a pyro. It's not a real yeah, fart until pyro. you see the light. Pyro yeah. farts, you know. It's yeah. like uh, fireworks, but they're fireworks. Uh, yeah, it's more like it's more like AEW exploding barbed wire. Ooh, that's true. That mm-hmm. is true. Yes. Uh. Anything else, anything else about NXT that either of you guys wanted to touch on? Are you guys ready to talk some AEW? We can talk some AEW. I know you would yes. say that, but I don't know about Justin. Justin, Justin. Let's do it. You saw some of AEW, right? Yes. I had All cut right. off at 9 o'clock to watch Chucky. Uh, you, I don't blame you. To me. Yeah, the last match was terrible. but Yeah, the last match was a piece of shit, and I don't even know why we were subjected to it. Yeah. So, but we anyways... Well, I digress. Well, well, wait, what was the main event? Uh, Sammy Guevara against Brian Danielson again. Yeah. Oh. Except this so was like a best two out of three falls. And mm-hmm. so it just kind of kind of went on forever. Yeah. And someone who's a punk ass little bitch, you know, sure getting a lot. Yep. Getting a lot. Mm-hmm. But. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was I going to say about now, it? Did you guys see anyone see Rampage last week? No. Did they have a rampage last week? What happened on it? Mm-hmm. Well, not a whole lot happened, but that's when we got um, Mickey Starks saying that you know, every you know, obviously everyone loves Ricky Starks, but he was entering himself in the that Eliminator tournament, yeah, and whatnot. So then I he think got his ass handed to him. Yeah. <laughs> But you know what it's going to be? It's like he's fucking David. You have David and Goliath. Mm-hmm. That's what we got. And, you know, 
I have this feeling um, just because I, I don't know, I kind of heard a rumor that uh-huh. I will glad, gladly state on episode one that uh, MJF is going to get the belt and uh-huh. that um, they want to see what some of the young guys are doing. So Mox was going to get his vacation and they're uh-huh. going to see what the young guys are doing. That being said, right now, if that's the plan, then Starks is going to, it's going to be him and Starks. And it'll probably be a big kind of series because of them, you know, just yeah. the, just the promos alone would justify it. Yeah. And they'll, they would have great matches. I think my only problem is that I'm just kind of tired of seeing Ricky on the losing end of everything. And if he has a series of matches with the champion, especially early on, he's not winning. Well, I don't know about that because I have a feeling that maybe, you know, they keep talking about pillars and they keep talking about all this shit. And I think it's going to be, things are going to be bouncing around. It's not going to be on someone for quite a long time. I think it's going to be that litmus test of, hey, how is this person, you know, reacting? Because look at Wardlow and, well, I mean, I'll go into that. It's just my theory. Wardlow and Samoa Joe. Uh-huh. That I was not expecting that at all. What are you talking? How did you not expect that? That was the whole point well, the whole time. At no point. I didn't, yes, I there was know. no reason, but that was the only reason to put them together to begin with is to break them up so they can have a fight. There was no reason to put them together except for their their and names so, became Wardjo. Yeah, that was stupid anyway. So stupid. I know, but. So is that meaning that obviously that's a bigger thing and Hobbs is going to slide in there and get that that belt from Wardlow? Maybe. Probably. It's probably the way I to mean, do it, to be honest. He needs to. I mean, all of these guys that they've shit on quite a bit, mm-hmm. Tony needs to be fucking doing something or, you know, what's the point, you know? Yeah, it's that's like, true. Please give uh, Guevara a backseat, please. Yeah. You know, because that yeah. was trash. I didn't even I only watched two minutes of it and I was like trash yeah I, I had the whole thing playing and it looked he like threw a chair at Dana Bryan and fucking like bruised him up and busted him open real bad I know I'm like what's the point of that that just didn't make no that just didn't make sense at all oh I went to go unmute Justin and it said I can't unmute him because he's muted himself Yes. Oh, um, you don't have the power. Uh, but Justin, I'm gonna let you know. So, if at any point in time you're tired of the conversation or just want, just don't feel like you're gonna add anything because you didn't see anything or whatever, uh, I'm happy to have you on for the entire show, regardless. But if you look on the bottom, you can either remove yourself from the thing like this, where you just kind of go away into a green room, or you can leave the studio on the bottom too. If you, if you I just had to run downstairs quick and grab something, so I know. I'm just saying, you can you can do one of these and pop out. <laughs> And then you can also, uh, if if we get to a point where you're like, I haven't seen the rest of the show and I'm going to go to bed, you can always just leave studio too. Uh, we're not going to. How do you do that? Do you go like this? You click no. your. It looks no. like. No, no, I was no you, click your, you click your picture. It looks like. Yeah, you click your picture and then. I think you jump out. Okay. I mean, I'm on a computer. Are you guys on tablets? No, I'm on a computer. Yeah. Okay, so you see below the screen here. So this is um technical talk on episode one. Below mm-hmm. the screen here on the bottom, you see how there's the three of us again? Yeah. You can I hover your mouse over that. I only see myself. Okay, we'll hover over that. Do you see the word remove? I have to click. There you yeah. 
Now you're popped out and you're muted. So if you had to like run away or go do a thing, it's only episode one. So we're learning this thing. Technology is great sometimes. She hasn't even brought herself back in. She's just sitting over there eating and stuff. This is (laughs) my gosh. She's like, let me see how to do this. And then she just jumps out. She didn't even tell me, hey, I'm going to jump out for a second. (laughs) She was the one who posed the question. (laughs) <laughs> you click add to stream add to stream now she's turned off her everyone take a drink it's episode one technical she difficulties. Herself. she's not, her mic's not even active she muted herself you have to click add to stream <laughs> the way you click to remove you do the same thing but add to stream that's hysterical oh my god what's the matter with Wait. you there I, brought you I brought you back it didn't say add to the stream that's a lie we're learning stuff today yeah do that and then do that same thing again Exactly what you just did, you do again to come back. What is it? Oh, my God. I'm going to take a drink. And I'm the one having the Delta 9, curable.com, K-U-R-I-B-L.com, promo code MADTHANKS or promo code PWS. This way. Down below. What's the matter with you? No, I I did that. (laughs) How do you not know how to come back? Because when it pops up, when I go remove from stream, yeah, the window only says edit name, edit audio, um, audio avatar, stop mic and cam. So it lets you remove yourself, but then you can't mm-hmm. remove yourself back. back in. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> uh-huh. Technical difficulties. That's interesting. Well, I mean, because I'm running the show here, you can, you can, yeah. you can leave it, but you can't come back unless I control it. I guess maybe that's yeah. Else, so. You have the power. Oh, great, right. wonderful Oz. I have well, the power. Well, then what we can do is, if you need to jump out for a thing, you can remove yourself, and I would say like either mute or unmute yourself, or turn your camera on and off so I can see that you want to come back. Um, otherwise, you know. Got it. Okay. We'll do that. Yeah. See? That's why I couldn't come back. Okay, we yeah. learned. Epi- See, episode one is a, is also a learning experience for a reason. Yeah. It's so only episode we're one. We're all learning. Next week. Okay. We definitely all didn't right. make it to episode two. There's definitely no not. doubt about it. Definitely not. Every time you think that's that episode two is in sight, it's just like. Yeah, every time we get close. We almost were there. We almost yeah, we- were there, Marsh. Yeah, we had a whole new platform just because. You know, I was like, okay, that'll make us an episode two for sure. New platforms, it's going to make us. Did not. I thought when you and I did that one, it was just you and me, that really shortish one. I thought we made it, but no, something happened and we fucked it up. No, we fucked it up. We Mm. definitely fucked it up. We do. Uh, So here's what I would do then. If we're talking, if we're fantasy booking Ricky Starks against MJF, Mm -hmm. what I would do... Because we've said to get Hobbs with the TNT title and then have Wardlow go after uh, Samoa Joe, have that be a thing, Mm -hmm. send him to ROH or whatever. Maybe maybe Wardlow decides, hey, uh, I do want the world title. I was supposed to get a world title shot, but then I decided not to because CM Punk was injured and now CM Punk's a punk and all this bullshit. So maybe he says he does that and he goes on. MJF could defeat Wardlow early on because, hey, that would make sense. They've been through this before. Yep. I would build like a six month program with Ricky where he keeps trying to get a shot and not getting the shot. Uh And I'd have MJF going through a bunch of people 
who can't get the job done in order to build a big desire for the babyface Ricky to take the victory. I would say six months to a year. Make maybe you have a year run with MJF and then Ricky takes it off. Make that a big crowning. Does it make double or nothing, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. I mean, I would love I me know. some Ricky versus MJF. That'd be freaking amazing, but there is one for free on YouTube uh, from Inspire Pro. Oh, that's cool. But when you yeah, look at I mean, that, you're like, that is not MJF. All out of shape, not orange, you know. Yeah. Kiro in the chat <laughs> says too many peaches, but we're here for dude butt. Dude, I you know what? It was I, I didn't like the brick wall. And I it won't let me load my other pictures. It only let me it's load cheek time. What are you talking about, people? Yeah. And I'm talking about Ricky Starts. Hello. Oh yeah. 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 And that was his yeah. other promo about his loose shirts and tight pants. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> tight pants. Well, yeah, then they sorry. beat the shit out of him. Who was it in the back who walked away from him and he was just laid out? Archer. Archer. That's who it was. We haven't seen yeah, Archer in Archer's a long not time. Go far. Let me tell no. you why. Because, duh, he's doing Global Tag League with um, Murder Grandpa. What do you mean, go far? Go far and what? In this, Ricky's going to beat him. Duh. He's oh yeah, that's the world t- with murder grandpa. World title yeah. eliminator tournament is what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And plus, yeah, remember, this, Ricky is the little engine that could remember high with Hobbs. He's still he's winning this. I think it's obvious who's winning this, but in the end, it doesn't matter who's anyway. This tournament's thrown. This tournament's a throwaway. Who who's the obvious then? Who's in? Ethan Page. No. Oh yeah, they're building Ethan Page pretty strong. No, yeah. but here's no, and this is why I say yes, no. Yes, with the whole Pearl thing, they're clearly going to go Page. Yeah. Well, no. That makes most sense. No, because why are you doing that to Ethan Page now? You know, and again, Eddie, they made Eddie look like a bitch again, and I'm yep. sick of this. I am so yep. sick of this. I was like, fucking Eddie can't get a fucking break. He is definitely the Rodney Dangerfield of goddamn AD- AEW. Someone needs yeah. to make a little thing like him, like a Rodney Dangerfield. You know how Rodney Dangerfield had that the cartoon? Tie. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, but it's exploding in a barbed wire, you know, or something. I don't know, but anyways, yeah, because yeah, I'm I'm kind of over, over that shit, and I'm also kind of like with Eddie, as far as Eddie's concerned too. I mean, God, you got you got to love Eddie. You gotta love Ortiz, but they're like the lovable losers, and I just don't like that narrative. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, let me see. The show opened up with a claimed in FTR against Swerving on Glory and the Guns. I kind of was like, that yeah, was horrible. I'm was just, that? I just don't think that the Gun Brothers are, yeah, that good. They're not. Yeah, really I don't right. think they're bad. I but just think that good. they're not there yet. You know, no, to get this kind of exposure, yeah, yeah. no, 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 especially with who's in that ring, yeah, yeah. that's okay. true. They were a little yeah. outmatched to begin with. Uh, Morrissey's yeah. doing his thing, I guess. I saw something with Stokely, I didn't even turn on the volume for it, so I don't know what that video it was. was. I don't know, it was, I'm like, you know, I don't, I've never seen Stokely really do something that was like vignette like, like mm-hmm. this one. And I don't think it worked for me. I don't think it worked at all, actually. It wasn't anything special. Yeah. It was like you're trying, it's trying to make you look harder than you are. Yeah. 
<laughs> that makes sense. Uh, what did you think about the MJF radio show promo? It's an MJF promo. It was really good. It was good. He didn't stumble over his words or nothing. No, he never does. Did you feel like it was Pro Wrestler Promo 101? Or maybe not 101, maybe Advanced Pro Wrestler Promo, but it felt very scripted wrestler promo. Like, I know it it's not, that one wasn't scripted yes. necessarily. Yeah. But the way that it ended on the line and he's pausing and looking into the camera, the, everything mm-hmm. felt super blocked. Yeah. And I know that there's a certain level to him with his ability to talk off the cuff and sound scripted. So I think he sounds scripted sometimes when he's not because he is thinking of what he wants to say so much mm-hmm. that it comes off a little, little, I don't know, a little bit. I mean, LA Knight can do that sometimes too. come off a little bit uh, almost scripted when he's, when he's not a little too pro wrestlery and, mm-hmm. I don't know. I kind of want to see something from MJF that makes you feel like it's a little more natural. Like it's feeling a little forced from him and nothing's genuine and not even genuine in the sense of like, like kayfabe. You know what I mean? It's like, this is my character all the time. Like it's just, just, you just sound phony. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I I don't think he's capable of it, to be honest. I think that everything. He's already pre-planned it out and it's heavily rehearsed. So it gives the impression that oh he's a really good he's a really good speaker. Unlike a lot of other people who the really good ones who can do something off the cuff. Things like that. I'll give I'll give Phil a little bit of credit. Okay. At least he can kind of do things kind of off the cuff. But I don't think MJF is at the level where he he feels comfortable enough to do it. Maybe. Or maybe he just prepares stuff too much. I don't know. You know what it is too, partly? Is, is, I mean, for one, he's always come off as like a phony character to me. And it's always like really Mm -hmm. obvious. It's very try hard. Um, I'm a bad guy. That's what bad guys do. And everyone around Mm -hmm. him says, oh, trust me, it's not a character. Trust me, not a character. So much that you go, okay, clearly it's a character. Everyone mm-hmm. wants him on his podcast. Everyone wants to be around him. He's constantly going to the conventions and stuff. You're like, okay, the guy's not an asshole. Because we know what happens with assholes. We've seen it. We saw it with the Ultimate Warrior. Mm-hmm. He was an asshole to work with, and he wasn't showing up at all the fucking events, and people weren't constantly getting him on interviews. People didn't want to work Philip. with him. You know what I mean? Phil, we're watching what's happening to Phil as he becomes a bigger asshole publicly. Okay. Oh, uh, you know I'm going to say this, speaking of Phil, real quick. Tony Khan, shame on you. Could have had Colt somewhere for two seconds. Oh no, Colt's done for. He yeah, did. We got him on TV that week, and that was all that mattered. That fucking pop was amazing, and yeah, it was I know awesome he, he deserves to have that every once in a blue moon. Yeah, we're we'll ready for another blue moon. I always have a blue moon ready for him, and I'm not talking the beer. Okay, yeah, it needs to happen more often, especially because <laughs> now he can't work technically work a friday so i get screwed out of this fuck you tony khan no and i'm not going to come here well here's my other thing too when they finally come here because tomorrow that goes on sale is i think fresno i'd drive to fresno to go right Mm -hmm. 
but actually I might not be able to go to Fresno. That's why I'm like, I got to look at the dates again, but they're coming toward me. And I'm like, yo, am I going to get people I want to watch at my show? One and two, am I going to, are you going to let me in the front row? Because I'm tired of all of these blase fans. I'm not going to have a sign. I don't need a sign. Okay. I just need my blingy shirts and, and I bring it. I bring it. I'm very entertaining on camera. Trust. And it's not about me. No. That's just the love I have of this shit. Anyways. So, um, yeah. I want to see these people. People I like. And Colt Cabana deserves to be, and especially because they're in a historic building when they come here. Because mm-hmm. it is the Cow Palace. And, yeah. And, yes, I did see Colt wrestle at the cow palace shout out to a um apw but yes i've seen that uh-huh. but it doesn't mean that i don't want to see it again uh-huh. hmm? so like i was saying about the mjf thing <laughs> hey that's his father you should have <laughs> uh i think hey, part of what it is too is you. i've been listening to a lot of um I've been, you know, we're doing a lot of stuff with Arezzi, and Arezzi used to have uh, Paul Heyman on the show all the time, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and he had Cactus Jack on the show all the time. And the I, I pulled it up today. I was looking at it, and they were 21, 22, 23, 24. They were 24, 25-ish in, during these interviews. They were younger than MJF is now, and you can hear the natural ability to talk and be quick-witted and be coming off of – like be, be be off the cuff. And it doesn't sound scripted and it doesn't sound planned and it doesn't sound um, it doesn't sound like like set up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. When you see comedians on talk shows, it always seems like so natural that they get into the story that's just so funny. Mm-hmm. Well, it's because they obviously talk before I want to tell this story. So ask these questions to get us there. Mm-hmm. then you go into the story and it looks natural they're performers that's what they do it's great mm-hmm. robin williams was the king of that mm-hmm. ask me this thing i have a plan great mm-hmm. it's going to be amazing they're the king of that yeah. stuff mm-hmm. mgf comes off as ask me this thing i have a thing i want to say he doesn't mm-hmm. come off as I'm just saying this stuff because this is how I feel. Right. And I think that's the big disconnect for me is that he sounds like a character performer when back in the day, listening to young Paul Heyman and young cactus cactus had a lot more of a struggle than young Paul Heyman. You can hear him grow into his character, but you can hear him staying naturally within mm-hmm. character guidelines effectively, right. Working on this, my character wouldn't do or say this. Right. Mm-hmm. And you can hear him struggle and stumble, stumble and all that shit. Right. Heyman mm-hmm. was a lot more natural, a lot quicker. And you can just hear him just rattling on just like a freight train of mentality. And you're like, this is incredible. And I think maybe that's part of what I'm seeing now is I'm like, oh, some of these guys, you know, that's what they call general generational talent, right? They're just so natural, so young and so quick and they're so good at it. MJF is that in a sense, but it's almost like I'm looking at the difference between wrestling back then versus now in a world where kayfabe's not real anymore and everyone talks about being a performer and as soon as they finish the match they release a documentary about how the match came together and how they worked on it together Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. in that world 
MJF is the best at being the performer performing a wrestler. Yeah. Back in the day when kayfabe was very real and you had to be that character all the time, it mm-hmm. was a whole other ball game. And I think my problem but, is that too many people say MJF is that old school way, and I'm seeing a very clear divide. No, it's it is true. Um, back um, a while ago, a couple of years ago, um, I went to an event that he was on, and Ricky was on. Also, Cole was on this too. But anyways. Um, we were going, Ricky and I were going to lunch. We invited, he invited Max to come with us. And Max kind of didn't want to because he was like, I don't know who that person is, blah, blah, blah. But then when he found out afterwards who it was, he's like, shit, I should have gone. And I'm like, not like, you know, like, you know, I'm going to be, oh, look what I saw. I'll peel back the curtain. No, because that's not, you know whatever these people have lives one that you might think is this really great person on the outside you see them and you see them on tv they might be a real shit person yeah kai phil with wolf and sheep's clothing come on so you know i think that you know i get it like you're keeping that you know to the chest i get it you know and that's that's fine that's totally fine. Then you get some other ones where, you know, they're just an asshole either way. Like a, you know, like a um, uh, EC3 and, you know, come on. Look at, look at fucking Braun Strowman mm. and his actions lately. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, you know, it, it is it is what it is. But some of them, it's like, yeah, that's their bread and butter because sometimes you'll think like who who would have thought that john cena was so weird when you saw like total divas and total bellas no one ever oh, yeah. like total bellas that was like <laughs> whoa this dude is kind of fucking weird yeah who would have thought yeah because he's the jorts wearing you know all-american dude with a great butt yeah yeah, not, yeah, fantastic. oh my God, you have to take off your shoes and you have, you no. Know, well, I mean, a lot of people do that, but, you know, you have to dress up if you're going to eat in the dining room for dinner at home. Yeah. Who does yeah. that? I'd be all, I'm coming in my, you know, in my, you know, pajama pants and no, I'm like my pajama onesie and I'm plopping down like I was goddamn Wendy Chew and I probably would have gotten kicked out of the dining room. So, but you never know. So, yeah. Uh, let's see. We talked about Ethan Page and Eddie Kingston already. Do you guys? I mean, are you feeling this Ethan Page push? No. I think it's a little weird to do it now, but okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, just by the fact that you have the rest of the three matches on freaking Rampage, and the fact that. The winner of this is literally getting the match at winter is coming. Literally shows you that this whole thing is so throwaway. And it's just like, it's clearly going firm against MJF here. Like, it's just, it's it's just so throwaway. And that's what sucks about it. Yeah. Because all these matches, all the matches on there are so good just by looking at them. And Bandito now they're all TV, Holy which is probably amazing, but I'm not going to waste my time watching Rampage for it, which even Dante Martin and, and Cage, that's probably going to be awesome too. Like, mm-hmm. 
Ricky and Archer. I would love to see that, but it's like, I don't want to watch Rampage for that. Like, I would rather those all be on Dynamite. Hey, I gotta I gotta watch Rampage because most of the time the people that want to watch are on Rampage, so I have to, you know? Mm. So, and that's what sucks about it, is it's like, the time isn't, it's given, it seems like Dynamite is like the bullshit hours where you're gonna get this is Chris Jericho's show. This is this is the the Moxley show. This is you know all these other fools. Like that's what Dynamite is. If you and Britt Baker, and if you're not one of these people, this is not your show. And they've made it very very clear. I find a lot of their backstage stuff to be just. Bad. It's awful. It's horrible. Like I'm it's more terrible. into some of the. I, I think all the best promos they've ever had have been in front of the crowd. Mm-hmm. And I think that a lot of the backstage stuff just doesn't hit right. And it's overly produced and too goofy and weird. Mm-hmm. And I think that their matches are pretty solid most of the time. When I just nope. think of the show in general, you know what I mean? Like just a general mm-hmm. description of dynamite, the backstage segments are going to suck. In-ring promos are probably going to be pretty decent. The matches typically won't suck. And next week you're going to get a whole shuffling of the same thing. Yeah. And then, you know that the commentary, it's like, just don't, like, someone needs to turn off Shivani's mic or not have him up there because there's no use for him. Bring JR back. I know, I hear he's pissed about not being on Dynamite. I'm like, yeah, because you know what? Shivani is just weird up there. I, it was like, wow. I've never, been, I've never been the biggest fan of Tony Shivani, even his WCW days. Like, when he was part of that commentary booth, Mike Tanay was a better oh, my lead commentator than than Tony Schiavone, and I yeah. was never the biggest fan of Schiavone. Yeah, yeah, I'm not a big fan yeah. of their commentary in general. I actually don't listen to the show most of the time at this point. I know you hate and Excalibur, I... but actually, no, Taz brings some pretty good shit into it. But I will Taz say doesn't that take it we... seriously almost at all. It's a joke. Dude. Taz... You hear the whole show is a joke. You literally just have to count how many times he says yam bags on freaking commentary. He's just there to try and make himself laugh, which is fine. That's not the worst thing. He's probably the best on commentary that they have. But <laughs> I don't feel like I'm missing anything when I don't hear him making a dick joke and making himself giggle about, you know, trying to undermine Shivani or Excalibur to give himself a, a laugh. Like he does that stuff and you just, and you, okay. But he doesn't, he's yeah. not adding to the program. He's a secondary thing. Yeah, but I will Almost say never that, do I go, oh, that's a great point he made. Every the only time I notice him, I go, oh, he made fun of Excalibur again and now he's giggling. <laughs> it's funny because I don't like Excalibur, but it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't matter and doesn't add to the show. Well, he, he and when it's just him and Excalibur on dark, that's fucking great because they both don't take it seriously and it's amazingly awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's funny, but doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Like, exactly, because dark going to add something. Yeah. Dark doesn't matter. Bags, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm, yep. Yeah, but you know, it's better than Rampage. I hate because you get Chris Jericho on commentary, and all he does is scream. Yeah, Kira says yeah. uh, Zicky Dice got his ass kicked on Impact by uh, Bully Ray in two minutes. I like that. <laughs> that sounds like good uh, to me. Those are two uh, people who have me blocked on Twitter. <laughs> oh, Ari Davari. Was in that okay. Wardlow match? So stupid. Okay, okay. Mario Davari. 
okay? You know, there's a reason why you're not in WWE. There's also a reason why you probably shouldn't be on AEW. And let's go there. Your brother's a better wrestler. That's a horrible gimmick that he has. Let's go there. See, I thought Aria was. I thought Aria was fine, like after a Not, while. But like, he is just so irrelevant, and I don't know why the hell he was out there cutting a promo. And then why he had the dude with him? Who was that dude? I don't that's understand. Freaking, that's freaking VSK or freaking LSK. Yeah, that's VSK. And I'm thinking, what are you doing here? So now He's you're subjecting yourself to be a jobber's butler. Okay. Yes. He's accustomed yeah. to that shit. I guess so. Well, that's interesting because I was going to ask because I didn't turn the volume on and didn't think much of the match. And I was like, what did I miss? Was it good? Because I thought he's been decent in the past and stuff I've seen him in. But if you're telling me it was a massive flop, then all right. Well, it was, it's okay. not worth listening to. And it was way, it was way too long. It was For way no too reason. long. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas, they dropped, I'm just going to say it now, right here. Wardlow, they dropped the ball on Wardlow. My God. Oh, yeah. They, he was they did not freaking capture anything. They did not capture that freaking lightning in a bottle with it. Yeah. They just let it go. Like, it is sad. Sad. This is his only true test. I think that's coming up with, um, with Hobbs and Samoa Joe. These are his mm-hmm. two tests. And I mean, that cage really... match. Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah. He did a bunch of great stuff. And then he got, like they, like you said, they were right in the edge of that lightning just for a fucking flash. Mm-hmm. And then they dropped it immediately. Uh, what did you guys think about Soraya and the Britt Baker promo? Uh, I enjoyed Soraya more than I enjoyed Britt because Britt had to do her whole usual... Oh, I gotta take some digs, fucking thing, like she always does. Mm-hmm. Like, didn't care, but Soraya's was so like heartfelt and mm-hmm. emotional that I enjoyed the fuck out of it. They mm-hmm. both looked like they were about to cry the whole time. Soraya, both I think, of them, really. But you yeah, know, Brit, she was like stunned. She was Brit. Stunned. If you go back and watch Brit, watch her chin. She keeps trying to keep her shit together. I was like, why is Britt about to cry? What's going on here? Because she just got fucking schooled. Uh, maybe. And she has not she had really, anybody. She'll she try to talk anybody. tough. She tried to talk tough. And as soon as it freaking happened, like she put, she just said, like, I'm cleared. And then just started going in on her. And she was just like, mm-hmm. oh, I think I fucked up here. Yeah. Nobody. And that's not acting. That's, you know what? Nobody's gone up. Even Thunder Rosa. Nobody has said those kinds of things to her basically and was talking back to you know here i'm handing you your shit you're not a star you don't know how to be a superstar you don't even know how to be a star i mean that whole thing when it if i were Britt baker i'd feel like this bitch is right because oh we know you know who trained Britt baker by the way one of her trainers Johnny Gargano. Ooh. So I'm going to blame it on Johnny Gargano, too, by the way. Oh, poor Johnny. Yeah. I mean, Candace and Johnny, yes, but, you know, she did come from the AAW school at the time when Johnny was, you know, training with Candace. So, yeah. So 
that's where her charisma comes from, I guess. But, I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of it has to do with no one else who's ever come through the company has felt like they yeah. had ground to stand on or the mm-hmm. ability to do that without getting buried. Mm-hmm. And Saray is here like, yeah, either you care. better. Yeah. What are you going to do? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. One I of the very that. people that put Brit right in her place. Like, yeah. And yep. the only one you can, cause she's the only one who's untouchable enough. Yep. And I swear to God, somewhere Thunder Rosa was in there like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Bitch. Yeah, she's still fucking jumping you know. up and down. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I'm sure. She pulled me out of my back. <laughs> Fuck. What I do? Yeah, I just yeah she jumps up and then fucking holds her back. Shit. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. No, but let me tell you, when that time comes, that is one match I am really looking forward to seeing. It's oh my god. Oh my god, that's going to be amazingly amazing. Three and Thunder. Yeah. Yeah. It's revolutionary women of the women's of women's mm-hmm. wrestling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. I mean, that's really it's like, okay, you really can't you know, you can't deny Soraya. And then I think a lot of people with Britt Baker, did you notice how the crowd kind of turned on her after that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wasn't pretty pro that. And even when she came out during uh, Jamie Hader's match, when you saw her walk down the walk down the ramp, yeah, yeah, you could tell she was still visibly shaken, and that was not acting. That was she was not comfortable to be out. Did not feel comfortable being out there. Because I also think that where Britt knew she's been in touch with this whole time, I don't think Britt feels untouchable in front of Soraya. Nope. You know what I mean? Like this is kind mm-hmm. of a hangman punk sort of scenario mm-hmm. not a diet not identical by any means but you know you have punk come in who's untouchable you can come in you have the page who's felt like he's the man this whole time and then now he's got they get face to face and now mm-hmm. it's kind of like well can i go off and then you also look at what happened to page when he did say how he felt there's <laughs> been a ton of backlash on that so then you got to have that in the mind of brit as well Maybe Britt mm-hmm. wants to go off like she's gone off on other bitches who've gotten in her way. But mm-hmm. maybe she's all like, well, shit, I don't know if I can because if if mm-hmm. if I do what Paige did, then what, right? Hangman. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it, it is a really interesting dynamic to see it play out this but, way. I'm not excited to see Britt. Say what? She kind of did, though. Go Hangman yeah. on it. You know? A little bit. Because that's your usual. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if that was some of the emotion that we're seeing on her face. Is this like, do I, don't I, can I, won't I? Where she just never had that before. She's always been the, the untouchable on top. She thought she had it with like like quips that she had there, where she was like, "Oh look, like I'm gonna send you back to the place where they can make superstars," and I'm just like, she thinks she's clever with it, but Mm-mm. I wouldn't trust freaking. So when Soraya picks up a mic, you better just be prepared for something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's also not the yeah. dig you think it is because part of the branding of superstar is saying that you're bigger than just a pro wrestler. And that's part of their branding and their concept. Anyone can be a pro wrestler, anyone, mm-hmm. but not anyone can be a superstar. You yeah. know what I mean? And that's mm-hmm. part of their branding is that a superstar is a higher level stardom than any old pro wrestler. And mm-hmm. so when they lean on the stuff and start trying to talk shit about like, oh, what do you think? You're a superstar. You're kind of like, uh, thank you. Like, yeah, I'm pretty big. I'm a pretty big deal. Yeah. You know I mean? They like, made a okay. movie about me. <laughs> yeah. They made a, yeah, the rock made a movie about me. 
Yeah, kind I'm of like, a, kind of a big deal. Yeah, no one's just making any movie about you. Same old, same old thing, pretty much, and that was yeah. it. Like, yeah, it I think work. sometimes the digs they make just don't make sense. Oh shit, Thunder Rosa just went live on uh, Instagram. Yo, she's obviously she's not watching. Guys are done cleaning. Or... <laughs> just Thunder Rosa. Yeah. Uh, Thunder. Jaylee's little trampetta. Dude, again, Jeff Jarrett was one of my favorite parts of the whole show. Mm-hmm. He's so good. Him and Sanjay and all that. I mean, I will say this. What they're doing, you know, with, uh, you know, Darby Allen, kind of stupid. Oh, yeah. But I'm cool. really enjoying But for the most part, Jeff Jarrett adds a nice little little dimension with Sanjay and Big Dude yeah. and Jay Liesel. Yeah. So I, I like that. I'm still kicking myself. I didn't think of him when they were saying old friend of Jay Lethal. And I'm just kicking myself going, how did I not think of Jeff? Jarrett? I didn't think that either. Honestly, uh, you know where my thought was like thinking ring of honor. I was thinking like truth martini, but then I was like, mm, I don't know, but I never, Jeff Jarrett did not come into my head. And then when I saw him, I'm like, okay, now it makes sense because also even with Sanjay as well, mm-hmm. because Jared was a very big Sanjay supporter too. So, mm-hmm. yeah, makes sense. Yep. So yep. I'm, I'm all for stuff. it. I'm all for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Moxley promo on MJF. I mean, unless there's something else you want to say about Jeff Jarrett, I just think Jeff Jarrett's like perfect, and I don't know what else to say. Yeah. That's oh no, no, he's great. No, uh, that Moxley promo was weird. I liked it for the most part. Well, he's had much it, weirder ones, but no, but it with with real. Oh yeah, you know, the, you know, I was that guy, yeah. huh? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, that I'm whole like, thing was okay. weird. The, I'm like, the okay. getting into it was weird, but yeah, but also too, the other thing that really stuck to me, and I was going to ask you, I was waiting to ask you. Because um, I think, was it on an episode one? I told you what I thought would be a better Wild Thing version, or was that just you and I bullshitting? The Sam Kinison I version? I don't remember, but it was the Sam Kinison version because I downloaded it, I was going to kind of splice it together and stuff. Yeah. About it. I was looking at, thinking about it, and when he cut his entrance, I'm just like, that's still the perfect thing. They need to get rid of that one and put the Sam Kinison one on there. Yeah, I was looking, I was, yeah. I was putting together a little bit of a wild thing mashup of what what the same Kingdom yeah. version would look like. It'd be sick. That some of that footage from uh, Dynamite may, would make it work too. I think so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I I'm, I'm I, I can't wait to see what you do with it, but I think that that's the better one to go with. I still think that, and I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna like stand my ground on that one because yeah. well, I don't like the song to begin with, but Sam Kinson version's badass. But the Sam Kinison, yeah, it is badass because it's like that's the essence of what Mox is, is his yeah. version of that song. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because I'm sorry, uh, I still think of Major League when I hear that, and I think of Charlie Sheen, yeah. and then when I think of Charlie Sheen, I think of other things, and I'm like Tiger's Blood and all this other bull, whatever, and I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but the MJF or but the Moxie promo on MJF uh, in general, Justin. Oh wait, Justin's doing something else. Uh, I thought it was. I personally thought it was pretty solid for the most part, but it does. I'm feeling it's getting a little formulaic, 
you know, they're, they're back in the fourths that they're having with when they get into the title contentions and stuff, you know what I mean? Like yeah. we're building this thing. So we're going to do this promo and then this promo. And then that, like, it's getting, it's not feeling like a natural build. You know what I mean? But I didn't think it was bad either. So. Yeah. I, gotta, I have to go back and rewatch it. Cause that's something I didn't say. Mm, okay. Um, I don't know. I just feel like that. I know that they made the challenge. I feel like there's gotta be other ways to build tension than just this guy goes to the ring and cuts promo. This guy goes to the ring, cuts promo and back and forth. You know what I mean? Like there's gotta be other ways to build attention and make it seem more personal. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, it's classic, right? That's classic to the end of time, these promo battles. Right. But I don't know. Something about Moxley's reign is feeling a little formulaic. And I feel like that it doesn't have to, but maybe I'm wrong. You said what? No. Oh yeah. So it's probably not gonna last much longer. It'll be over by next Saturday, so Yeah. Uh-huh. That makes sense. And then we'll see a whole other thing. So and I'm not saying I'm yeah, tired of Moxley as a champion either. I think he's a fine champ. <laughs> but yeah. Uh let's see, Jamie Hader and Sky Blue. I really didn't understand why this was happening, but I was fine with it and the match was pretty solid for the most part. Yeah. I really good. um Sky Blue's come a long way. Yeah. Yeah, yep. and I was very impressed with that. Um, I think that um, Jamie Hayter needs to eventually step away from Britt Baker, and hopefully Absolutely. very, very soon. Well, I, I think, think this is just start. Mm-hmm. Just start. Like uh, by the end of, of Saturday, I think she's. Mm-hmm. I think she's beaten Tony. Yep. And we're gonna start you that build. So? Yes, I do. I think she's gonna beat mm-hmm. Tony because I just can't see. At this point now, any other way you could really get to a Brit and Jamie kind of like dysfunction thing right now. That would make a lot of sense other than, oh, Jamie's got the title. Brit's a greedy championship like like Wanter. Like she's just – that's how you start it at this point. No, I just can't and I think, way to do it. And I think with – having Brit lose too would make it with Jamie that would there isn't even more tension like you couldn't even beat the new girl you, you know? could have uh, Brit cost Jamie the match and that tension there you know well, I was trying to help I don't think you were and no you're not going to get yeah. the championship before I get it back and you know you're my lackey kind of bullshit yeah yeah but after the whole I, I just can't see it happening especially because there's not really been any tension between the two of them right now so lately but we've already established you don't need tension anymore mm-hmm. there was no oh, tension no, they, had it. They, had they had mm-hmm. it convinced well they were showing signs of that with joe wanting to choke out wardlow since last week they were showing how come it i'm oblivious was, how come i'm oblivious way. yeah I, I never saw anything about it I saw it. I like, kept waiting for them to do something i was like well they're gonna turn eventually way, but... just by the way he would stand behind him and just kind of like not move and just like directly just looking at Wardlow. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. he's going to choke him out, isn't he? He's going to choke him out. Isn't he? <laughs> I wouldn't want he's Joe scaring at me. I mean, who knows? Yeah. Joe could be thinking. Like I said, that, but the end of that, when he choked him out, when he choked out Wardlow, I go, you can't trust Samoa Joe. Whether you think you're friends with him or not, you can't trust Joe. He'll choke you out just for 
being in his vicinity. Come on. Yeah, and he'll giggle about it. Uh, but yeah, I mean, overall, I, I'm not saying that that'd be like the best way to book that. I'm saying there are other ways than Jamie Hayter winning the title. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um, but boy, I can't yeah. wait to see Soraya kill fucking Britt Baker. I actually have no desire to see that at all. I really? just don't want to see Britt even wrestle. I don't care about Britt Baker, Britt Baker's character, Britt Baker's stance in the company. Nothing she says or does makes me invested in anything she says or does. So I just, to me, this is a waste of time. I want to see Soraya in something that I think would be interesting. I'd love to see her in a program with a, uh, even a Jamie hater before that. I would like to see her with Thunder Rosa, with Tony Storm. Uh, I'd, oh, fuck, I'd like to see her against a Ruby Soho or a fucking, uh, see, let's see Athena do something with her. I'd rather see yeah, we'll, we'll, some of these we'll other matchups. But I have We're no desire here. to see her go through Brit to do that. The yeah, only thing that's cool it. about it is that yeah. Soraya has to win. Mm-hmm. They're going to probably do some shit tomfoolery bunch of shit that would get people disqualified but the refs won't call it and give Brit a million excuses on why she shouldn't have lost but she'll probably take the loss and the only thing that's cool about that is that you have Soraya coming in on top toppling this brick wall that's been Brit Baker a brick wall mm-hmm. if you will mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but that's great <laughs> but at the same time you'd think that that's reverse booking right why would you mm-hmm. I know that she's not the champion, but I mean, they even said it in the promo story. I said, you, you didn't earn this. Tony gave it to you, which is another issue I have with AEW. If I'm being totally honest, the amount of times they acknowledge that Tony Khan books, the decisions that end in the result in the ring. And then they want to also be like, well, this guy beat that person. They want to, they want, they play back and forth on if it's legitimate or if it's all play and and determined by tony and i think that they haven't gotten in there was a way that they did it with vince back in the day where the authority was constantly the person holding you down without being the booker who decides the fate of the match and i think the aew has not gotten that balance right you know what i mean they definitely haven't no they just do that shit where it's like, Tony made you the top star and made you win all the time. And then later on, it's all like, who's going to win? I don't know. Ask Tony. <laughs> I love that. It makes him look like a dweeb, even more so. Let's say he's already a dweeb. I know. But then that also undermines your own really victory, don't... right? Because then yeah, Soraya but... wins, and then Britt goes, yeah, but Tony decided that you were winning now. You know what I mean? Like, it's just getting... a silly thing to say. Leave Tony Are out. Are you going to get a media scrum after this? Uh, they're supposed to. I know that. Hmm. Well, but, technically now, Marsh, first of all, you're really media because you have two very prominent shows besides your own. And you, first of all, you need a blue check. Okay. All right. Well, the eight bucks, you know, like people need to donate, donate me eight bucks and I'll get verified. It's eight bucks. It's eight bucks now and you can get verified. What okay. it is is they give up they give the blue check to anyone who's using Twitter Blue now, but they have a separate because I figured this out today too. They have a separate verification for verified, but the same blue check mark. So now, if you look at your notification center, there's a verified area where all people yep. with verified accounts are, and you have a um, Jesus verified by default. Yeah. Um, Wait, but you no, you should be verified. Verified though. 
Yeah, I should be. I'm the best. You should be. Mm -hmm. uh, but so there's there's verified accounts and then there's accounts with blue check marks. You can buy a blue check mark, but it doesn't make you verified. I'm not but saying it appears that you are verified. It's weird. No, you should be verified. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I mean, I'm on a number of things, but I mean, there's guys I know who are like bigger time and they're not verified and you just kind of go, okay. Yeah, but, but it's kind of cool to be verified. Yeah, they should verify me though, because I'm pretty cool. Yeah, because then. You and know. who else is bringing the heat like this? <laughs> no one else has that I know of a fucking light up fart gun on their podcast. Yeah, it's thunder it's from that. If they do, then God damn it. <laughs> Gimmick infringement. Not going to say we've been copied before. Let's go there. Um, yeah. Kiro says it's a different verification that says official and that's free. Yeah. Yeah. It's a whole thing. Yeah. Like you can get a blue check that's, mark, but it doesn't make you verified. So, yeah. No, he needs the official official because he, he's in that echelon. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um. But yeah, I don't want to go to an AEW show to go to the scrum afterwards. Though. No. Uh, I can go. I'm like, hi. I'm oh, no, media on our behalf. Always oh, back with UFC, right? Is that come up? You can, yeah. you can, you would go with me because then we can ask the questions. And then Tony Khan be, God, I hate those two. Yeah, oh, they're the worst. Why are those two try to make you know? They're undermining uh, my booking. I'm like, yeah, of course we are. No, I would just ask them a bunch of fart jokes and stuff. I'd be like, hey, what kind of shampoo do you use? You got them with them big curly locks. How you keep it so fluffy and the volume so high? And then here's your hair's me. like eleven. Okay. If, if, if Izzy's not asking those questions that are so important like that, then you know when I have the hard hitting. So you believed in Phil, and then you gave fucking Cabana a fucking oh I'm sorry here you go. You can wrestle Chris Jericho. Mm -hmm. So now what? Don't you now think you owe him a little bit more than that? After that fucking ovation he got? Like how about a figure? How about a figure? Exactly. Where's that Joey Janela <laughs> figure that he got politicked out of? Yeah. That oh, was a Jesus. real thing, dude. That was a real thing. I remembered that when Joey was like, oh my god, I'm getting a figure. And he showed us the fucking thing on yeah. his um, the Janela zone. Yeah. Egypt Joey Janela of a figure? Yep. He was supposed to. And then did you see the picture uh, that he posted of the Jungle Boy one that was at Walmart and it had a clearance sticker and it's Joey Janela? AEW, whatever. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that yeah. really looks like Joey Janela. It's pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. I mean, uh, he forced two figures. God, can't Colt get a fucking bone? Shit. I think Hager's got three, and he does nothing. Yeah, uh, Cody's the main event. Figures, and he's not even part of the company. Who? Cody. Oh yeah, Cody keeps. Oh, as MJF said, you know the guy. I wrestled the guy with a neck tattoo. Yeah, and I thought that was hilarious. That was a good line. Uh, I love that. So the, the main event was Brian Danielson, Sammy Guevara. I really didn't like much of it. You didn't watch much of it, and it nope, is what it is. I didn't watch it Those, at all. Yeah, but, I didn't either. So, no. uh, was just, there anything else? I'm just over the. I'm just over the Blackpool Combat Club and Jericho yep. and his merry band of morons. Mm -hmm. Like, I yeah, that rivalry's got to go. And I even think that the Combat Club doesn't even feel like a unit anymore. It feels like they split up and didn't even have a story about it. 
No. You know what I mean? Like they should all be coming because, out together all the time, but they're yeah, not. Yeah, because Danielson yeah. is pissed because, you know, fucking Yuda and, you know, and then Claudio and la la. Yeah. And then Reed is out there being Mox's hype man and not talking about the other dudes and whatever. I don't know. Doesn't feel like a yeah. thing anymore. It's just weird how he doesn't, how he's not into it anymore because he literally went through this whole debacle of, I'm going to bleed with Moxley to, to form this group. And now all of a sudden I'm just over it. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Weird. Yeah, it's really weird. I don't know. It's really weird. I mean, I don't know. I mean, as long as I don't have match, well, I don't know the rumor is, if it's true. As long as I don't have any, um, Tech Conti and fucking Anna J matches. Oh, yeah, I don't want to see that. Yeah, but I I think Tech Conti was hinting to the fact that she's uh, got a bun in the oven. That's going to be so annoying if that's true. Oh, dear Lord. It would, yeah. yeah, I would be fascinated to see how Tony Khan would handle that because we know that once you're pregnant, WWE takes you off TV because they don't want you anywhere near ringside for anything. They don't want the possibility of you getting bumped mm-hmm. ever to come up. Mm-hmm. It'd be really interesting to see if, you know, you find out that she was That's gonna goofing be off out the there most for a few annoying baby. That's going to be the most annoying baby. Yeah. Bet you money they'll name him, they'll name the baby Tony. Or Precious. Or Khan or something. Yeah. I bet he's the only exception. Mm-hmm. Call him, they'll call him Tay K. Mm-hmm. Oh, my Lord. No. Yeah. Right now, Sammy Guevara should not have an offspring. Yeah, probably not. But, you know, whatever. He's too immature. A child can't have a child. Mm-hmm. You can tell him I said that. I don't fucking care. Sure. These people who I don't like are uh, know that I don't like them. And they don't like me. So, mm-hmm. feelings mutual. Don't worry. I don't, I don't like them either. No. Their, 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 their relationship is nauseating. It's disgusting. Do you need to come and tongue your, your fucking dude? Like when you come out in your entrance? No. I'm not. People are like, oh, you're jealous. No. I don't There's want to do that. I watched Edge and Lita do that for the longest time. And that yeah, didn't Edge even. And Lita at least and that wasn't were... even as bad as this is. Because no. this was just. At least because they didn't like throw it even all over the freaking place. No. And just be like, hey, you like our relationship? Hey, check out our relationship. Don't be mad at me because I ditched my original, like, fiance for Tay, like, yeah. mm-hmm. and then told you that nothing was going on. Like, that's yeah. just. And then all of a sudden you're engaged and then you're married and now you're at the bun in the oven. Man, I feel bad for his old fiance, Pam, because she was there from the get. I don't feel bad for her anymore. Now I feel like she fucking made the right decision to get the hell yep, out of there. She sure did if that was her. I'd have been a why did I waste my time with this asshole this whole time? Mm-hmm. And also he's a cat. I don't I don't know if you guys are cat people, but it's weird when you have a dude who's a cat person. Yeah, it's a little awkward. I'll leave that out there. I'll leave that out there for y'all to think. Uh, I don't like cats, but I love Hello Kitty. Don't, don't go figure. That's true. Yeah. That is a contradiction if I've ever heard one. But technically, Hello Kitty is not a cat, but that's a whole other story. Wait a minute. What the hell is Hello Kitty then? I'll have to show you an article, Justin. I'll have to share okay, with you. Because you, like, you can't be yeah. calling it Hello Kitty if it's not a cat. 
Exactly. Exactly. Well, what's but, the cat's know. name? What's the what's the main character's name? Hello Kitty. Is that the name? Yeah. It doesn't have a name. She doesn't have a name. A lot of them have oh, names. Oh yes, her name is Hello Kitty White. She's British. Her oh. birthday was November second. Shout out to Hello Kitty. I did not say the birthdays. I should have added her. This oh. is my Halloween one from this year. Anyway, <laughs> I have tons of Hello Kitty all over. But <laughs> yeah, look, I have a Frankenstein. <laughs> yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty good. I'm getting a rest. My wrestling tattoos are going to be Sanrio characters based off of some of my favorite wrestlers. Should get a Hello Kitty with a half Darby Allen. No, 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 no. Um, Hello Kitty's gonna have a Plague Doctor's mask. She's gonna. That's that's who Hello. Just gave Darby Allen ideas for his next collaboration. Yeah, uh, Hello Kitty. Darby's gonna paint his face like Hello Kitty. Hello Kitty one side. Either that, or he's gonna. Either that, or he's just gonna come out with a shirt where he's got like him and like a cartoon version of him with Hello Kitty, and then Hello Kitty's got a face. Oh, I would love that. I would love I that. I would buy that oh shirt. Oh, my God. No. Like, I have it all planned out. Little twin stars are going to be the young bucks. You know? <laughs> mm-hmm. um, Colt Cabana is actually going to be Hello Kitty's boyfriend, dear Daniel, because he's a little taller. And he has a little hair. So, you know, the, the headband can look a little hysterical. bit better. Um, Hello Kitty wearing the boom. The boom boom. Yeah. Well, the cabanorama. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah, the boy version of Hello Kitty with the singlet and the whole yeah, the whole thing. Oh, yeah. that'd be hysterical. Joey Janela will be Bats Maru. Has a cigarette hanging out of his mouth. <laughs> I'm, Is you know what? Else? I'm serious. And then I have to have. I don't know what character I'm going to have as Starks, but it has to do the pose. Whatever character I end up doing, it has to do the pose. Yeah, it has to do the frog. Hmm. Kurobi? Yep. I don't know because Kurobi's weird because he's got the big eyes and his hand. I don't know. I don't know. I have to think about that one. Was there anything else on AEW you guys wanted to make sure we talked about? Uh, I don't know. There's that big, yeah. like, after. Yeah. It's going to be very interesting. Rampage actually is going to be very interesting because unless Rampage is more than an hour. How are you going to cram the three matches and uh, Jade Cargill versus Nyla Rose and something else, too? Mm. No, Jade and Nyla Rose is on freaking full gear now. Is it now on full gear? Okay, well, it yeah, was supposed to be a gear. Which, oh. they had a which they had the moving graphics that had Jade and Nyla both holding the TBS title, which was weird. Yeah. That story oh. is so bad. I'm sorry. Okay. It is so bad. bad. Oh, I did want to bring up because I forgot and we didn't bring this up. The Elite had another mm-hmm. vignette. I don't know yeah. if both of you saw it or not. Yeah, with all the gears. So they're obviously the coming gears. back on full gear. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was very interesting what. because some of the footage that was in there, there were additional people mm-hmm. in that. There were also, it was very interesting because Flip Gordon posted something on his Instagram about the Jericho cruise and he was at AEW. Now, I I know he's in the area and they're in Boston, but I wonder if some of the gang is getting back together. I'm not saying, I'm not, 
saying Marty, but you know, like Hangman, because we haven't seen Hangman in a while. Yeah. If they all came back yeah. and they really did push into the elite, lean into mm-hmm. what the elite was, like they, and for then sure that could be I would cool. be totally like my heart would be fluttering if, you know, Marty was there because then I'd be all, oh my God. I don't have to go to Atlanta, which I wish I could go. He's wrestling in Atlanta for Mucha Lucha again. And I wish I could go, but I'm going to be coming back from Chicago. So I cannot be doing that. And of course, when I'm on in Chicago on somebody else's dime, you would think that AEW would be, you know, showing, you know, have another show there. So, yeah. Do you think that the elite come out after MJF wins and all of the elites stare him down and point at him and say, we're here to take our company back. And MJF's kind of like, no, it's mine now. No, Either that, they're going to call out freaking death triangle and try to take the trios titles back, which I think they'll try uh, to take the trios title back. Why? I hope they don't back. I ju- just going to say yeah. it now. I but because that just feels like the- bad behavior. And that's but look at BS. the dissension with um, pop and the Lucha brothers that there's been lately. The only thing with that dissension is the only is Pac wants to murder people and Penta and for some reason doesn't want to and neither does Phoenix well, Penta, which I don't know when Penta became a puss because the Penta that I know and love like on was Lucha, Lucha Underground, Underground. Penta. yeah was you know yeah. he didn't fucking care he was blood bloodthirsty yeah you know so I, I yeah I don't understand that it's like Penta what the hell oh yeah by the mm. way um, happy belated birthday, um, Alex Ibrahantes. Yep, there you go. Yep. Um, <laughs> I saw that the other day. I was like, oh, yeah, I didn't know that. Um, uh, but yeah, no, I don't. Yeah, but I don't think they should give them, they shouldn't get their titles, the titles back. I don't want them to have it. I just want them to come back. And you know what? You guys need to really go back and pretty really push that vision of what you guys wanted to do with, with that company. And I think it's only right that you guys get that. They get the chance to do that because we have not seen the Kenny Omega that most people were expecting to see at all in AEW. I've not seen the young bucks of the, the, the way I expected to see the young bucks, huh. you know, Hangman's yeah, but do you think that that's around. their fault, or you think that's Tony's fault, and not theirs? Like, you don't think that they booked themselves Tony's that fault. way? I think it's Tony's fault. I don't. I he think kind of Tony in a way they wanted to be. I think Tony, in a way, was like, okay, it's kind of expected, and these guys like don't like they don't they probably weren't giving him lip or attitude, unlike you know someone like a Cody who's got a voice and a backbone, you know, because uh-huh. these are three who really. Who, who really don't and are really more than like we're really grateful that you know this guy funded this this dream that we had and is it what they originally was it was it, it was it what it was supposed to be absolutely not if you were to look now and then it's not and i think that for me that's the biggest that's the biggest disappointment for me I don't that. think the company is what it was, what they intended it, but I think everything about their presentation was exactly how they intended it. I don't think they ever intended of being the new Japan versions of themselves. This is what they wanted. I don't think that anyone told Kenny Omega no. 
No, but also with Kenny, though, a lot of the things that he was quote unquote responsible for really kind of flopped. Yeah, they're terrible, but I think it's because of him. I don't think it's a Tony thing. Well, Tony allowed it to Yes. So Tony could have said no, because remember, <laughs> Tony's the one that calls all the shots. So he could have said no. That's true. He could have said no, I need the, the old versions. So that's true. Mm-hmm. But but he but you know, but again at the end of the day, it's like it's it's Tony's. And Tony will do what Tony wants to do. And even though yeah. yes, you make big monumental mistakes, like the whole thing, because I'm pretty sure he's thinking to himself man, I should have never tried to fucking do that. I should have listened to people about Phil, you know? And just think of how many other people, like, you know, he loves going after these WWE folk, but now look at, like, fucking, like, Brian Danielson. Man, he's not sipping any of that Kool-Aid anymore. And I'm pretty sure it's like, yeah, he must be unhappy with stuff, so... Is what it is. Hmm. Yep. Yep. Anything else you guys wanted to hit on? Are you ready for last call? I'm ready for uh, last call. Yeah, me too. Let's do it. Uh-huh. You can find Just in Time 211 right over there at the In Time Wrestling Podcast. Miss Amanda Jane with a Y on Twitter. We're all getting verified for eight bucks. Uh, we're at WOTR the show. I'm at Ref Mark. I want to be verified the right way though. No, I'm ready. For, I can I can be verified the wrong way. That's fine. But you know, I I'm just saying because there are people who are verified right now that were verified the right way who shouldn't be. Oh, all that stuff happens. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, don't forget, guys, check out curable.com, K-U-R-I-B-L.com. Use promo code MADTHANKS or promo code PWS for 20% off all your CBD needs. Uh, you can check all their Delta products. On the bottom, it says what states they won't ship to, so you may or may not be able to get it. I don't know. But CBD, they can go everywhere. So, guys, we'll be back next week for a brand-new episode one right here in the die bar of the IWC. That's the last call. Cheers. Cheers. Hey, producer lady here. Thanks for tuning in. Continue to support us or buy us a drink by following and putting the I in subscribe on Twitch. Or subscribe and review our podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to us. Cheers. I would never have a drink with wrestling on the rocks.